Imagine this. You're walking down. You're walking along a street in downtown, wherever the F.U. Livesburg, when you pass an old man walking with a cane. He smacks you on the donkey. Does he appreciate that donkey? No. What does he appreciate? That sexy JSG shirt you brought from he from heshirtsheshirt.com that you're currently wearing. It doesn't mean that yo donkey ain't sexy. It just means that elderly population appreciates your JSG fandom. So go to heshirtsheshirt.com and place an order now using the promo code just some guardians or JSG, correct me please. So that you can start wearing your JSG shirt and get some booty smacks from that hot ninety-year-old from the grocery store. Yeah, so I'm I back believe to it's read. JSG cast. It is JSG cast. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was like, I don't think Laz actually wrote donkey. So I went to reread, and <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, you're right. No. He did. He yeah, did. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was, that was a nice no. on-the-fly thing for you, though. That was good. Yeah. Well, you know, my yeah. wife's still awake. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of, you know, as everyone knows, the ad reads are written by just a beautiful human being named Laz. And Laz yes. got his JSG shirt today. Did he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Which color? Ooh, that's so awesome. Uh, the cream, because he's smart. Yes. You know, so, those are naturally dyed by men cream. By okay, men. I don't, I don't know that. Uh, yes. He sure, she sure don't hate me. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke there that I missed. T-shirt, T-shirt, Kevin Conroy. JSG, cream on your chest. <laughs> Correct. Oh, my God. Hello, ladies week. and gentlemen. You go ahead, go ahead, then I'll start. No, I don't care. Last week, I've just been periodically thinking in my head, Kevin Conroy, Conroy yes. T-shirt, T-shirt. Cream on your chest. Correct. All right, here we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 93 of Just Some Guardians. I'm starting Folks, to feel old. Yeah, no, seriously, that is weird. How? We are creeping ever closer to that 150 Ooh. mark. Oh my gosh. 100. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be nuts. Did you know when you're in the 90s, you're close to 100, Russ? That's... You can ask my wife. I compartmentalize a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can be like, oh, it's the 6th of February and not realize that that also means that tomorrow is my wife's February. That actually happens. Is your t- wife's February? Is my, wife's, my wife's birthday. <laughs> Her birthday is the 7th. On the 6th, we had a conversation and she was like, yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. And I was like, today is the 6th. Two. Today's the sixth, Carry which means that two. tomorrow is the seventh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. We all learn something new, everybody. Ninety tomorrow is close is to a hundred. Russell's wife's February. <laughs> yep, yep. Russell's wife right. owns February. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Everything, everything works there. Uh, hey, I'm Elmer Fudd. I'm the host of tonight. Joining me, we have the effervescent Russell. Ooh, thank you, the venerable. Elmer Fudd. Oh, damn. That lovely introduction. Oof. Oof. Of course. How are you, dude? I I am really good. Uh, I I live in Texas, um, which I'm sure that most of you are aware now that it has not been great this past week. Now, granted, if you compare it with everything that happened up north, it's not nearly as bad in, like, as much 
snow or as cold as it got. However, however, they also are keep prepared in mind, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are no snow plows. There's no such thing here in Texas. Uh, I, we were lucky we had salt and gravel. Most of the emergency, uh, like, um, people that were out there to like get people out of the snow they were then themselves getting stuck stuck oh yeah i believe because also keep in mind it rained it froze and then it rained and froze again before it snowed on top of the ice um so it was and then our power was out for a couple of days luckily our water didn't go out i feel really bad icicle if anybody knows her her power her water was out which is oof Ours dog... was just like half. Did your dog stay warm? He he did. Well, we we both stayed warm because okay. even though the power was off, it would turn on like every six hours or something like that for like thirty minutes. Gotcha. I just I didn't know if you wanted to be really a good. Low, like Forty-eight and a half. Yeah, I just we didn't know if you sweater. wanted to be. A, he was um... wearing his sweater. Oh, you keep cutting out for me. I'm sorry. Oh, I said he was wearing his sweater. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to talk off of what you were saying, and then it kept cutting you back in, and I was like, "Wait, is he?" It, 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 it. it was cutting out. I'm, I'm sorry for that. I, I am never done. That's true. That's true. Okay. I um, also kept stopping and then starting talking again. That's true. So that's. It'd be really weird to like force my joke right now, so I'm gonna do it. Hey, so your dog, yeah. right? Did you want to be a good dog owner in the cold and go to Cancun out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> you know i i i so you brought it up <laughs> i think i think it is so ridiculous that people are so pissed off that he went to cancun because what's he, what's he gonna do i exactly he is one person and he has no control over what he's on like the governor went to cancun i'd probably be like f you man what do you think you're doing I don't even think Ted Cruz really lives in Texas most of the time. Oh, so, I mean, he's a senator. Most senators live in Washington or spend most of their time in Washington. Yeah. So, what? I, I, yeah, he went to Cancun with his family. Good for him. I don't care. Anyway, yeah. sorry. That's no, that's, no, absolutely. I just had, the joke was there. I had, had to force <laughs> it. It was, it was. It was a good one. I do love the meme where it's like, and then he left his poodle. Yeah. His poodle's just staring <laughs> out the forest. Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. The so memes have been particularly funny. So it's not just us two. Fun fact, everybody. We also have the ever-sensuous Sandbag Bob. Mm, how are you, brother? Oh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Russell, the uh, the the rain and the ice and the rain and the ice and the snow is is an afternoon up here. Um, uh, that's fair. I, I feel for you though because I, I I'm learning by reading various postings. For I'm a very big redditor. I like to lurk on like every subreddit there. I shouldn't say every because there's some dark corners of Reddit. Very um, <laughs> dark corners. I'm in I'm all of them. Learning that, like, <laughs> Brett, you're you're the Babadook of the dark corners of Reddit. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, but anyway, 
like building code is different down there. So like your pipes burst yes. like the second the temperature hits freezing, whereas mm -hmm. here you could be like below zero for a week and your pipes are going to be fine. Um, so yeah, I, I feel for you guys because pe people are like, oh, you should get to know the cold. It's not really normal for the Arctic polar vortex to reach Texas. Exactly. They're just, they're, they're, they're built like, different. Yeah. That's not normal. That's like a once in a lifetime, once in a dozen lifetimes. I don't think I've ever heard of anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. To, to put it into context, the last time this happened was 20 years ago. That it got even close. It was 20 years ago. And that but wasn't it even this shot, So like, it's not. entire state, it wasn't this bad, though. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't here 20 years ago, so I couldn't for sure. I heard people, you know, comparing it. Not sure. I mean, this is, yeah, it's ridiculous. And even the amount that's still going on. I mean, it got up to 40 today. Most everything had melted and most stores were still closed. And yeah. I don't know if that's because of the power or because they're still concerned. And like it snowed again yesterday, like one snow. Cool. We've gotten snow three times this year. And snow to where it's stuck on the ground, which in Texas doesn't happen. It right. doesn't. Like we get like ice storms and things like that, but it never ever snows, and not oh, for yeah. a week like it did. Yeah, I've seen a ton of photos of like you know a pipe bursting in the ceiling, and just half the house is gone now. Yep. This lady was showing it. her um, her aquarium, and her house was frozen solid inside. <gasps> All the fish pff, gone. This other lady. I saw, oh, I saw this crazy picture of a hallway in an apartment building oh, yeah. that had like like the the ceiling had cracked in a couple places and it was frozen. It literally looked sequences in The Shining where there's just like blood washing down. Oh the yeah. yeah, it looked like that, but ice. Like, am I watching the day after tomorrow? Like, yeah. where's Jake Gyllenhaal? Is he going to come running in telling me to Jake. burn books in the corner? Like, what's, um. Yeah, it, no, I I feel for you guys. I'm so sorry. We we lost power here for a bit. Came on, fortunately, just before the show. But um, where that's common up here, there were a couple of days this week where it was pretty close. Go ahead. I need to interrupt. Nope. Go ahead. I'm bad. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I, before you got too far from the joke. It got it a couple of times. It got to that point this week where I'm like. Mm, you know, we have some wooden furniture. This hardwood <laughs> would be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would burn for a while. Chop, chop, That's chop, a good chop. Bird Bible. <laughs> no, I saw this TikTok. This guy, he's like, he's walking. He's like, all right, guys. You know, it's been sucky here in Texas. I think I can finally go buy some supplies. Oh wait! And he turns the camera around, and he's in an apartment complex, and the pipe had burst above his car, and it was just like an eight-foot-thick wall of ice on his car off the backside and through the rest of the parking lot. He's like, okay, maybe not. And I was like, Oh Jesus. Wow. Oh, what kind of insurance claim so, do you yeah. file with that? Like, uh, may was here. She yeah. ice called my car. We covered all, but we, wait, what is this? We cover a thing or two. Cause we've seen a thing or two. Is that what their thing is? Far is that farmer? Oh, yeah. Um, farmers. Bump it bump, 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 bump. We are farmers. Something like that, yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, yeah, so still have to boil our water currently before we can use it. Like, even filtered water through, like, the fridge. We still have to boil our water. So today, Lindsay and I were like, oh, let's go get some water bottled water. We're about to run out. 
I, I'll just let you guess what the grocery store looked like. I'm going to we assume there. there was plenty of water, plenty of toilet there paper, was. plenty of ammo. Um, yeah. Did it, did it look so, like, like March, like 15th of 20? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But not only, not only was the water gun, uh, water gone, all the juice was gone. Nope. Anything that you could drink that comes in a container was gone. gone. All the frozen food was gone. Even refrigerated food gone. Wow. And I was like, because I was like, Lindsay and I were like, oh, they must have lost power when we were talking to the cashier. And they were like, no, we never lost power. We're like, geez, just people came in and just, I mean, Hoarded. there was nothing. Bare mm -hmm. shelves. And I bet Crazy. 10 people bought it all. <laughs> like, seriously. Right. Did you have to wait to get in? Because I've been hearing there are like hour long, oh. three hour long lines to get into grocery stores down there. But now, that, now, I did drive by HEB like on Monday or Tuesday. HEB is like our big grocery store down here. Okay. And there was a line out the door. Now, luckily, Lindsay and I had food. Although, that was the other thing. Cold, so you want some hot food. But there's no power to the stove or the microwave. So you're like, the power would turn on and we'd wake up. Because like, sometimes it would happen in the middle of the night, and we're like, "Quick, go grab some food." Oh, in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened a couple of times. Oh my god! Oh, I love it. I'm so glad you did that. I, I'd, I'd seen a couple <laughs> of videos of people doing that, like on shifts, and then wake the whole house up. We have power. Get it all done. Mm -hmm. It was. It was very much. Oh, quick! We have power. Let's go grab a. You know. Let's go grab a hot shower. Let's let's do the stuff that we need to do because we don't know when this is going to come back. Yeah. And like there have been a couple of times where we've been paranoid. We'll hear the air conditioner shut off and we're like, oh, no. But the TV's still on. So I'm like, OK, <laughs> I'm, not ready. Moment, I'm, I'm like, not ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's there's something like really terrifying about that. Like sudden you hear just this loud click. Yeah silence mm -hmm. and we've, we've gotten really used to that unfortunately living here because everything is aerial here there's no ground like they don't bury any power lines they don't oh, bury right. any cable or utility everything is aerial which is asking for trouble mm -hmm. like just period asking for trouble and we lose power a good half dozen times a year and yeah, you, some, you sometimes it's for a day and a half sometimes it's for two days the worst was for three days um but there's something oh, yeah. terrifying about that click and then silence. Yeah, it, absolute silence. Whole, right. Because it's it's the whole area around you. You don't hear, you don't realize how many just ambient noises that we've become accustomed to, even just like the hum of electricity in our mm -hmm. own homes. Um, or the air purifier that you run 24-7 that you forget that you run 24-7 so you don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> we have two of them. It helps our house not smell like a golden retriever. Um, but, oh my God. I was about to say, that's awfully specific. That's, it is. But he's we call him Stinky Boy for a reason. Mm. He's a Stinky Boy. <laughs> so, yeah. That sound of silence... Hello, darkness, my yep. friend. It is terrible. Terrifying. So, anyway, yes, to answer your question, Brett, I'm doing great. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's your good. I'm glad you will. <laughs> Sorry, that's my fault. Oh, my God. No, it's so not. Good. I was talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a... 
Here in Colorado, yeah, we were like, it got up to like 45 degrees today. It was sunny. Played in the snow with the kids. You guys got snow yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. We got we got a good amount of snow, but it wasn't like crazy. We had a an ice oh. storm. We got nine inches overnight the other night. Jeez. Like like from from probably eight to nine p.m. to four a.m. It just snowed nine inches. Just damn. Yeah, I think we only got like four, so it wasn't that bad. And then it had been so warm that it like melted off the streets by. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing with Colorado is like it'll snow all night, and then by noon it's all melted. And you're just like, okay, and you just go back to your life. It's great. We're somewhat similar here. Yeah. Like the roads at least will all melt by afternoon the next day. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. We were not that lucky. No. Well, your, your state is not really equipped for that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't really blame you, no. but I do, I do feel for you. Yeah, um, absolutely. That's just not fun. Um, so I do, I do have a quick, quick story. This is funny. So I was talking to mom last night. That's never and, funny. And uh, she was. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Uh, sorry. We've, we've gone pretty lately. We've gone wrong, along pretty well lately. So it, it was funny, though, because she called in and she's like, man, I'm craving some pudding. And she's like going through her cupboards. And I'm, I'm thinking back to when I used to live there, which was in 2008. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, geez. I don't think I've ever seen her make pudding or jello. Yeah, we always had it. Like it was always in the cupboard. I'm like, so so it, this thought occurs to me and I'm like, check the expiration date on that. And she's like, oh yeah. She goes, it's it's not, it's not it hasn't been expired that long. And I'm like, how long has this been expired? You've got to tell me. And she's like, it hasn't been that long. Oh, I'm like, no. come on. She goes, 2008. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I was like, so, so I was right. It is the Jello that was there when I was in high school, going, <laughs> oh, Jello. Like, but nobody ever ate it. And then yeah. she's like, yeah, I have some that expired in 2008, some that expired in 2012, some that expired in 2015. None of it's current, by the way. None of it is still good. Well, no, because I know your mom in the store. She looked at it and she went, I have some at home. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked her, I said, why do you keep getting Jell-O? We've never used that Jell-O. Why do you keep getting it? She goes, well, I see it and I, I want the flavor. And I'm like, but you've never, you've never eaten it. Like <laughs> it just, it just goes in the cupboard and stays there. Like is I, and she goes, well, it's powder. It's good. I'm like, okay. Well, it's... if you get the squirts, I'm not coming to visit you in the hospital. Yeah. The Jello squirts. <laughs> the Jello jigglers. Like, that, it's that would be the first person in history. Like, I'm pretty sure that would be a world record. The first person to die from eating expired Jello. Yeah. I, like, it doesn't expire for like a year. Like, we have some that doesn't expire in two, until 2022. And and I'm like, how long have you had this? I mean, this, especially the one from 2008, had to have been from like when I was a freshman. Oh yeah, in high school. That is 16 years ago. It's, it's funny you you mention like long jello, to have like aged Jello, because when I was a kid from from like grade school to high school, we moved like five times. Every time we moved. 
packing the kitchen pantry, <laughs> there was the same pack of lemon lime jello <laughs> and the same pack of vanilla pudding. It moved with us every time because I'm the one that packed it. I know it was there. <laughs> it's like the same can of like carnation um, evaporated milk. The mm. the same the same bag of old walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> With the same, and the same can of Morton salt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's every time. Yeah. Exactly. No, but Russ, think about this though. Well, you never run out. If your mom died from the like, you know, the Jello squirts, right? You could (laughs) frame that sheet and sell it for millions as art. It's probably true. It's, Look at this. it's absolutely true. This is what killed my mother. People, people yeah. pay for that. I could shit. just literally. Yeah. Yeah. I could cast it in resin. Like carbonate. Then, <laughs> yeah. I wonder. That way the smell doesn't get out. You know, I wonder if there's some, maybe, maybe the jello squirt self resonate resin uh, eight, you know, it just becomes its own fecal jello yeah. form. Just its own. Yeah. Yeah, that's what really killed you in the end. Yeah, exactly. It's not so much the fact that you're dehydrated; it's that it's it's congealing inside of you. <laughs> and then yeah. that's how they get. That's how they got those uh, the museum of bodies or the music, you know, where they have everybody like all yeah. the people cut in quarters where they've like preserved their skeletal system or their their. That's how they do it. They just feed them expired jelly with a jello when they're about to die, and they go okay. This is going to, you know, you're just going to pass into oblivion and then we'll preserve your body for forever. That's how, that's how Disney, that's how Walt Disney preserved his body. He preserved his head and expired jello. He's preserving his body by eating expired jello. So are you saying if I, if I squeeze Mr. Disney like an accordion down, like jello would go pour it out of his eyes and his mouth? Yes. That is that is what I'm saying. Except it would pour out of his neck hole because obviously his head is cracked. It's like Play-Doh Fun Factory, where you yeah. push the lever <laughs> <laughs> and you get the little shapes. Yeah, yeah. look, this one's a star. It's, it's a Mickey Mouse head. <laughs> oh yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, we haven't even started this show yet. <laughs> well, no, we started the show. We haven't started the topic yet. Well, yeah, we we haven't. We've we've given the ad read. We've introduced ourselves. That's as far as we've gotten so far. That, that's, or what? That's good, though. You know what I mean? Forty minutes in. Thirty minutes. That's not actually. Like that's cow- not bad. <laughs> no, I, I think we're actually moving a lot faster yeah. than we normally do. I think that's good. Clippy pace here, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like the cut of your jib. I like the cut of your Kevin Conroy. <laughs> you sure cream on my chest. There, we, there you go, Russ. Well, speaking of I, uh, squeezing uh, Mickey Mouse shaped Jello out of a dead Mister Disney's head, um, our topic tonight, everybody, that works really well. <laughs> so I, um, some of you, out I want to see how you tie this in. Some of you out there as gamers, right? You know. There's certain yeah. franchises out there that you know very well, you know, like like Mickey Mouse. He's been around a while, right? Uh, and something else that's been around a long time is the Assassin's Creed franchise. And um, I played the one in school. I made it work. I did it. <laughs> you did. You I did. I'm impressed. 
Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the latest actually the latest installment of Assassin's Creed. It's known as Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and that is going to be our topic tonight. It's something Russell's been wanting to for a few weeks, and it's time. I've been meaning to to play it more. I'd I'd updated it and was going to play it today, and then I this is the first time I've been at my computer all day. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> it was even open right here from when I updated it and turned it on this morning and then never happened. Made me What's sad. your ankle doing? Your foot. My ankle's doing great, man. Yeah. I had a yeah. physical hey, therapy you're today. You're back at work and everything. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm at, um, I'm at six hours now. Mm. So oh, that was, that okay. was really good. It was, it was nice. I was able to come in and like case my route and then do most of it, which is really nice. That's good. But um, yeah, so I go in on Monday. And that's when I should be back to full time because I, I argued with the doctor this last time I was in there because they're like, all right, you've been on four hours. I'm like, yes, put me full time. Nope, we have to give it time. I'm like, no, put me full time. I want to work. We have to do it in small increments. I'm like, she's like, okay, what's a full? It was a different doctor. No, the old guy already retired. Thank God. <laughs> um, okay. And she was like, she's like, what's your regular? What's your, I'm like, like. Eight hours, you know, eight to nine hours, somewhere in there. She goes, well, I'd really like to keep you at four again. I'm like, I will cut off my own foot if you keep me at four. And uh, she's like, how about we meet in the middle six? I'm like, nope. It, like, we went back and forth for like 20 minutes. And then she wow. just wrote the note and left. And I was like, you bitch. So <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, I'm ready to work. Put me back in, coach. I want to play. But yeah, that's exactly the song I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Put me in, coach. Doo, boo, boo. I'm ready to play ready today. To play. Um, yeah, so that was good, though. And then I had uh, physical therapy today with a new lady and she did not mess around, man. I got my ass kicked this morning. <laughs> ass kicked with your own ankle. with my with my own ankle. Yeah, she wow. tore. Her. I didn't know I could do that. But, you know, she put on the right song. <laughs> she just. you know you know in space jam when they you know they they curl michael jordan up (laughs) and then slam dunk him it was a lot like that yeah yeah i I called they were like yeah we call her the monstar of physical therapy and i was like why and then i learned so (laughs) 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 thanks thanks well done (laughs) yeah no it's going good so yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a game, everybody. Okay, so I have to say... Yeah, sorry. I, I wanted to get... Yeah. No, you're good. You care about me. That's tender. Like your ankle was? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was good. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I haven't played it. I, okay, let me preface. I played the shit out of it for like the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I got my PS5. And I haven't touched it since then which is unfortunate because they had a ps5 upgrade that came for free and it looks better sounds mm-hmm. better plays better haven't touched it since then um part of me feels like i'm waiting till i finish the show vikings before i Ooh, start yeah. playing oh, yeah. it again I could um and Russ, you, you and i talked about this a little bit like i got valhalla and i was playing it and then jake and i discovered the show vikings and we binged like the first four or five seasons over the course of a couple weeks. And I have to tell you, if you haven't touched Valhalla or if you are playing Valhalla and you haven't watched Vikings, you have got to check out Vikings. It will 
perfectly supplement your enjoyment of the game Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm. Vikings are a big really thing right does. now, and it makes it, me happy. Yeah. Well, they're awesome. Yeah, they're incredible. But that's it's a thing that, like, has been lightly touched on over the years, and it's like, there's, like, a bunch of Viking shows, right? There's Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out. There's this game that came, I think it was last week, Valheim. Uh, yes. That looks really good. Um, oh, yeah, it's like, it's the thing right now, and I'm in love with it. I, I'm enjoying I, I'm, it, especially because, like, I think up until recently, the common misconception was Vikings. Oh, you've got your horned helm, mm -hmm. which wasn't a Viking thing. Um, and you, crazy raider. Rah, and that was it. Like, there was no depth, no dynamic to it. I think everyone's... I, the majority of people, I would say, due to pop culture, their perception was so one-dimensional. Oh, yeah. And now that's starting to finally fall apart, and we're starting to actually dive into it. And I really like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've always been a huge fan of that. Well, they whole... have a really cool mythology. Yeah, so. exactly. No, you're fine, yeah. dude. Oh, hell yeah. But the, their culture, period, like, I, I'm a huge history guy, and I've, like, just... I'm not insanely deep, but like for me, deep dove into, you know, their history, culture, everything. So like the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, oh, there's and oh, they're doing and oh, the, and, <laughs> it's just, yep. God, to just live in that world. I've spent more time just walking in circles in town, just looking at things and garb and weaponry and, you know, how, how the culture works and how certain people are taught because everyone's just living their life, which is cool. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in past Assassin's Creed games, it's kind of been like the NPCs are there. And in Valhalla, they actually feel like they're people that are doing stuff <laughs> around. Right. You. It's like they, they exist beyond your like games rendering of them. Yeah. Which I explored Norway for 10 hours. And then I realized, oh, there's more than Norway. Yeah. <laughs> like I was content with Norway. I was oh, like, yeah. This is awesome. Um. 10 hours, ten, I think 10 hours, 34 minutes is when I finally went back to the village and queued the sequence or triggered the sequence that actually takes you out of Norway. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like that moment in Inquis Dragon Age Inquisition where you get the title screen like seven hours into the oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Wait a second, what? Like that was the intro. It was that. Like, you get the whole Assassin's Creed Valhalla title screen finally. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is what this is about. This mm. is cool. Mm -mm -mm. Not Russell. Well, and that's something it. that they've been doing for a while. Because they started, when you look back at Assassin's Creed 3, you even started as a different character. And you're like, oh, this is going to be the whole game. And then six hours in, you're like, the game hasn't even started yet? What the heck? You know? And, and, and so that it does that a lot to begin with because you're in norway and norway itself is like the size of most of the the previous assassin's creed games mm -hmm. excluding like odyssey it's probably about the size of origins though no no uh, origins was origins huge. was pretty big yeah origins yeah. was really I, big I, I, but norway's really big too yeah like definitely like huge. assassin's creed no. 2 all like definitely that size mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and it, a, a lot of it's water, but a lot of it's kind of open space mountains that you can just be like, all right, here, go explore. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you and find a legendary moose that's going to just totally destroy you. Yeah, yeah. Elk, right. Oh, moose, look, elk. something I can shoot. I wish I hadn't done that now. <laughs> Three hours. Dude, <laughs> there's this one guy, and I'm sure all of you encountered him. And it's not spoilers because it's early on. Because if you're if you're fully exploring, because I'm one of those people, I like to 100% do it, and then mm-hmm. I like to get into the story. But I, I think we should talk about this a little bit later. But I really like the pace that they set with this yes. one. Yes. Um, I like it a lot more than the other ones. But, but anyway, um, so there is you come across this guy that was like a friend of Ragnarok, it, and I forget I forget what his name was, Skull or something like that. He, he had uh, some kind of epithet, Goliosis or something. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, he definitely gives you scoliosis once he gets done <laughs> handing your butt to you. Yeah. Um, like, he's just so strong for, like, the first part of the game where you're like, I don't know how I'm going to beat this guy. Like, finally, I beat him. I equipped, like, the mace so that I would just, like, when finally there was a pause, I would just start swinging it, and it would stun him enough to where I could get a good... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that to him. Yeah. For uh, our audio for... listeners, Russell yeah. just smacked himself in the yeah. back of the head. Um, but, you know, because it would stun him and you could get a few good swings as you're swinging in this arc kind of uncontrollably. Can you say hi to everybody? Good night. Can you say hi? Say it. Say hi. 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 Say for our audio listeners. Uh, Brett's son has crawled up into his lap and is very cutely hugging him and giving him cuddles. It is adorable. It is adorable. Um, but so he's just this crazy hard dude that's there in the beginning. And I realized later on in the game, you can actually just like leave Norway and then come back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I could have fought this guy yep. much, much yep. more powered up. But I, I did finally beat him. Because I was like, dad gum it. I don't know when I'm coming back here or when they're going to give me the option. So I'm going to dad gum finish everything that I can. And that was a good solid 10, 12 hours of just that one yeah. huge region. And I didn't even go into like the super high level area mm-hmm. that's like, you're at level one. And then this high level area is like 180 plus. Yep. And you're one, like, yep, I'm not going there. One thing with that, I wish they hadn't shown the levels there. Same. Cause it was like, so obvious that like, okay, so oh, this, this King there. guy is coming down. He wants everyone to join him. And the area he lives in is for end game. Okay. He's definitely a bad guy. Great. Now I know. <laughs> it, um, I, I really enjoy the fact that, Though, like, to, to your point, Brett, I think, yes, they did kind of give it away or show their hand a little too early. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed the fact. I didn't think any, like, I looked at it, I observed it, didn't retain it, didn't think anything further. I was like, oh, that's high level. I'm not going there yet. And that was about it. Like, it just in one ear, out the other, as it were. Eh. And so I had, like... I felt like everything I saw in that beginning Norway section, I had to do, I had to address it. I had to fight it. I had to kill it. I had to explore it because I, I, I didn't, I thought that was it. I thought that we were in Norway. Like yeah, I didn't, this is the I game. didn't realize this was going to be like tying into the sons of Ragnar in Europe and mm-hmm. in Britain. Like I had, no, and I guess there's an expansion coming that takes you into Francia, which is France. Yep. 
which is going to be an expansion or is that part of the later game because i, I believe think it's going to be a dlc it's going to be a dlc yeah but is it okay okay mm-hmm. yeah so be, if, i mean if the sons of ragnar are in that then are we going to see rolo no i don't know if that chocolate rolo well, because historically, the bike. Yeah, I got it. Ah! Hello. Sorry, I get. I, I do this. No, to that one wasn't time, good. Don't laugh at that, please. Please. Hello. So Rolo actually did not. He was not related to the Sons of Ragnar. He was a different guy that went over to Frankia, and I think his name was even different. Um, and he was possibly a contemporary. But they may have not even been from the same place. But, and I'm not. I'm not saying like he's like the show depicts him. But I, I know the right. history behind it. Like he was. A oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. That, that, like so, I'm. I'm wondering, are we going to get, or at least get to see like the the consequences of that? I'm sure we will. I mean, because that happens shortly before or around that same time period. Right. So. I'm sure as we go into Frankia, like there's gonna be the the siege of Frankia, and because because in the show Vikings they have it all during you know the time of Ragnar, but it it's kind of gray. It, it didn't necessarily right. happen at that time with those people, so we may get a, a a different look. And you know we yeah, I I think it'd be interesting to go and do the siege and then encounter some of those people right you know. yeah um so a couple a couple of things i think i think to kind of categorize how, how to talk about this um let's start with um some different mechanics they've added in and how much we've enjoyed those let's i'm going to start with one that okay. we're probably going to spend the most time on obviously which which is which is the longboat um and then how much time you spend on the water and everything involved with that, which is incredible. So you ha- you have your own your ship, right? And you can you have your your boarding crew, like your raid party is all on there, and you that's how you travel the whole map. I mean, you can get on like a horse and, and do some roadways and stuff, but like the majority of the map is you know waterways and canals and you know and in huge parts of the sea. And so like just the traveling part, having like people can tell stories or you have everyone singing. Just the um, the visual mechanics of how the like the representation of how the boat worked, which like I nerded out and had Lisa watch me go under a bridge seven hundred times. That was so cool. I was like, like, they did it! They did it! Yeah. Well, and uh, Assassin's Creed, they usually they're they're so like I didn't know that that was a thing, but Assassin's Creed, they're usually you know within the confines of a fictional story yeah they're pretty historically accurate very like yeah, so. they go into some deep dives of like the architecture and things like that and so that wasn't even like i didn't even think of that being a thing where they would have you know but they were they were raiders like that was kind of their you know because they didn't grow the, they didn't grow their own crops very well like that was one of the main regions the reasons that this region they raided so often was because they couldn't grow crops save their lives or yeah. not enough to feed literally to save people. their lives yeah and and so they would they would go and raid other people and that's you know that they would get silver but they would also get food mm-hmm. like yeah. here this is ours now uh and so that makes so much sense to, you want a fast light ship that can go up any 
because that was the roadways. Those were the, that was the highway. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, to, to get places. And then you would be able to get in and get out faster than anybody could catch you because the right. Vikings had that ship technology and that's why they were so dangerous. Exactly. Super and, cool. And fun, fun fact. It was actually a shipbuilder named Floki. Hey, that is credited to having built the first Viking longships that were capable of both like traveling across the sea and also going up river yeah. because no one else really had. That's what made them so flippin' dangerous. Yeah. Because well, the thing be the is, same crew, same ship, same everything going across the sea, sailing up your river, right up to your freaking keep, mm-hmm. raiding everything. Hey, yeah. Exactly. Well, the um, thing the that's cool with those boats is the, the the longship and stuff is like when you really and they did a great job showing it in the game is you can tell that they were people that they use use it right and go, huh, that didn't work very well. How can I make it work? And just adjusted it exactly how, how they wanted it to work because you got your boat going and there's just a nice slot. Everyone's shield hangs off the side. So if incoming fire happens. It's not hitting the hole of the boat for one and two. They can easily just go, Oh, all right, grab and go or like hook on and get back inside. Everything's in a spot. That's easy to grab, easy to maneuver. Everyone has their job in place. It's just like, it's such a beautiful design and they put the detail work in as Assassin's Creed does where everyone on the boat is doing their job and it's animated. And like, I didn't notice a lot of like, you know, there's usually there's some weird, like, the oar like breaks through the boat randomly in a weird way. And like none of that happened ever when they stopped the boat, they'd actually pull the oars all the way in. And like three other people would help them quickly lay it down inside and then bring everything in and move everything around and grab what they need and go. And when everyone came back they purposely, everything went back where it belonged. Everything that the real bike, a real Viking or anyone would have done, like was animated in game. There was none of that. Like, pull up to the boat or pull up to the beach. Everyone just suddenly spawns out of the boat and you go, you are legitly diving out of the side into shallow water while arrows are flying at you, screaming and running forward with everyone, which just feels so good. Yes. That you, you blow the horn to start a raid and it just, that music starts and you can just feel it. Mm -hmm. But no, to, to, to quick scale back to what you were saying about like going under a bridge, Brett, where you, (laughs) there's just something so amazing about like sailing full speed. You got your, your, your sail unfurled, which you can sail that way, or you can have them furl it and then row. Um, and it, sometimes your crew will tell you which is going to be better. Like you'll try to pull out your sail and rather than the game, just going, can't do that. Like they actually tell you like, no, I don't not, think this, this is the time for that. This yeah. isn't, this isn't going to work right now. Like it's just no. Um, but you go into a bridge and they pull the mast up out of the bottom of the ship and lay it down. All the while, like the rest of the crew is still rowing to keep you moving. So it's like five guys get up and start frying burgers there. No, five <laughs> guys, they lift the mast out. They lay it. One of them is spotting to make sure it's actually going to clear the bottom of the bridge. You make it under and then they stand it back up on for all the sail again. And if the greatest, I think the dynamic of the, the longboat is so cool because it even like you mentioned like songs and stories. If they're telling a story, your character, Eivor, will tell them, okay, hold on just a second. Right. He'll do it. They'll get under the bridge. You put it back up and he goes, okay, keep going. And the same story kicks back in. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. 
or the same song kicks back in like okay let's continue mm -hmm. and i'm not used to that i'm used to it being like oh we're gonna cut the story and like like in um uh god of war which is an amazing game for for ps4 um that that god of war is an amazing game because you're telling the kid boy a story and you like doc it does a similar thing it does to a degree because I remember so many times where like I'd go to tell a story again right after getting back in the boat and it was a different story. And with Assassin's Creed, I haven't noticed that once yet. Every time they have to stop a story for something or stop a song, the second we clear whatever stopped it, it starts right back up. And I live for that. I love it so much. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the 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 mechanics, the, the the attention to detail is what it really comes down to because they they do you know they're they're moving their oars and because of the upgrade to the PS5, you've got the ray tracing so you can see the reflections, you can see the ripples from it's the oars gorgeous. hitting the water. It is a beautiful game. Yeah, beautiful game. And and, and of course it it has a couple of weird glitchy things that happen every once in a while. It's it's Ubisoft and it's it's a big game. Yeah, it's got a lot of stuff going on, and that that's the so the attention to detail because going back and even as you're walking through the villages, you brought this up earlier where the NPCs they feel as if they have these lives going on because you do and they'll they'll you'll be walking through London and they have a vaguely different accent. They live a little bit differently. That the architecture, the world building, it all looks different and feels different depending on where you're at like london is very different than uh wessex or uh, you know even uh raven um what do they call it raven raven raven, raven simone um <laughs> the the town that you yourself start which is very viking-esque like it has that architecture even as you build the buildings there and but and then they're also rugged because yeah. they're using what they can from the area. Like even once you've built it and upgraded it, it still looks like it would fit in that time period. And, and, and I love like these little quests that you have to go and talk to people to find out. It, it's very, it reminds me of Red Dead, which I think that this is something that Red Dead Redemption 2 captured very well is these kind of live in events that you come across yeah. that aren't just like you don't have something that's pointing you in the map, but it's as you talk to people like there was one I, I went to go and try and get a tattoo uh, or change the tattoos because I was looking at the new ones that I'd gotten and like there's nobody there and I'm like, what the crap happened? And and so I'm like, I'm, I'm like where'd he go? Like, did he just walk away? Because, you know, sometimes it happens or maybe a glitch. But as I'm walking around, I find out that somebody died. And, and that's where, where he, where this person was. And, and then there's like, you have to talk to somebody and convince them to, to, to take over the shop while this person is away and, and get them to, to, to do it. And, it, and it's like, and it makes you feel like that's pivotal because I, I like being able to change my tattoos. Yeah. And the conversation feels like it could have gone, like, I don't know because uh, the person ended up doing what I wanted them to do, but it felt like it could have gone in a way that I was like, I don't like, I would have lost my tattoo artist. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Which is, which is super, super cool. Yeah. Well, and something with that actually, well, that'll bring us into another mechanic real quick is just, you know, like you said, having your, 
you know, the town that you're supposed to be building up, you know, but um, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because it goes hand in hand with what you were talking about is how like the, there's story arcs with just the NPCs that own shops in your town, which I didn't mm-hmm. think was like having having the town to upgrade like awesome idea for just out of nowhere, you know, on top of itself. And then the fact that like like I'll go to, you know, my hunting lodge and she's like, hey, yes. my brother's missing. Can you help me? Yes. And you're yes. like, you're like, okay, yeah, sure. This will be like a weird side quest. And it's like a very intricate story you end up going through. There's, there's a cut scene and like a whole bunch of mechanics going on. And you wind up over on this side of the map and over here. And then mm-hmm. like, you know, they're so thankful. And every time you talk to her, she's got more stuff. And that opens up other stories to find more things. And like the guy that makes bread used to be some crazy badass dude that murdered a bunch of people. And he's like runs into someone in that life and you have to help with that. And like, there's all these like really cool story arcs from just the NPCs that own the shops in your town. And I'm like, this is so cool. They they nailed, I think the, the idea of a side quest. Yeah. Because it's, it's not really, I, I wouldn't even call it a side quest. I would almost call it like a, a just a, a world building quest. That's I like that. That's a good term. That, yeah, absolutely. It, it just builds your world even more. Um, Russell, you were going to say something. Well, and I I like that that you I like that term that you gave this world building quest because I feel like in this game in particular they really and it, they honed it down because I I remember reading something where they spent half of the budget that they normally do on the Assassin's Creed games on the side quest and really just focused on like the main quest line and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they, because, because actual side quests, there aren't really any, I mean, there are a few like different things that you find in the environment. There's some cool trippy ones where you like trip out on mushrooms and you're, Oh yeah. You're, you know, you're, but but it's, (laughs) it's, it's very in vain with the Vikings because they use hallucinogenics a lot in their, their to 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 get visions to know, and that's what's happening. Like every time he eats the mushrooms, he goes into this hallucinogenic state, and then you know there are potions. Like at a at a certain point, you go to Asgard, which is freaking awesome. Like you're playing yeah. as Odin, and that's bonkers. And we'll get bonkers. to that. Like we will get to that. So, so, so the, the, the side quests and I like, like I, I prefer that term that, that world building quest, because that's, that's what they did. They, they kind of did away with these side quests, you know, the side quests that you don't really care about. Mm-hmm. They focused a lot on story and everything is driven towards this world building. Exactly. There's not like, I, I don't feel like there was ever a fetch quest except for those shrines where you have to go go and kill 10 antelope and bring them back oh, yeah, as a tribute. Yeah. yeah. Th- those are the only ones that feel like a fetch quest to me, you know, yeah. uh, other than that, if, if you do have to go and collect something, it's usually close by. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you quit, you go and collect it and then you're moving on at no point. Have I felt stalled? Yeah. During this Assassin's Creed. Well, and the really cool thing with the, the NPC stuff is like, I'm never like, okay, I got to go see the innkeeper. I got to go to the barracks. Like I call everyone by their first name in my town now. Like, I'm like, it's so cool to just have that connection where it's not just the guy that owns the bread shop, generic NPC seven, you know, like I've been through some stuff for this person. Like yeah. I know them by name. I know. I see the little kid NPC you never talk about. You never talk to, but 
you know, they talked about them. I know their kids' names. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, hey, Sally, what's going on? As I walk by, you know, out loud to myself, even though the NPC can't hear me. I think my, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite of those little, like, uh, it's like the flavor world building quests is when the kids want you to come help them because of the wolf friend that they oh, made. Yeah, yes. And you, you, oh, the wolf is so cool. and you have, you have a wolf that just like chills in your bedchamber from yeah, that point. It's just on. like, what's up? We're cool now. And you can take it out in battle with you. And I was like, oh my God. Until like, I, I had to stop. When I learned that there were skills that involved using your wolf companion, I had to find out, can the wolf die? Because if oh, the yeah, wolf yeah. could die, then it was never a hard stop. It. Like, mm. nope, nope, never taking it out. And I learned that that was not a concern. So I'm like, yes. Um, and Eivor was really good with those kids. Like, that was my absolutely. favorite part. So good with those kids. Okay, question. Are you guys male so, Eivor, so female Eivor, or like the mix? Female Eivor. 100%. I did mail. I did mail. Um, so just, I gotta say this. I appreciate the fact that there is a male protagonist in a video game, like an action RPG video game, that is not ripped as fuck. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Like, he looks like a normal dude. He's not crazy beefy. He's not crazy ripped. He's a normal dude. I love that. I live for it. It makes me happy. He's toned where he needs to be for the time period and doing what he's doing. Not like correct. Not doom guy. Yeah. Right. Like he doesn't have a six pack, which yeah. you wouldn't living that lifestyle. You wouldn't. No, have... you wouldn't. There's no, no way. There's no chance. There's no chance. But uh, male well, Abel I... is a sexy piece. I just have to say. I love his face. The blue eyes. He, mm. he honestly, he kind of reminds me of Brett a little bit. Well, like mm. especially when Go I got ahead. the long beard, because uh, Brett has the same colored blue eyes yes, that Avor has. Yep. Go on. And and so there are certain aspects where I'm like, oh, I, I see it, I see it. And you're right. He is he is sexy. Like he's not overly Thanks. beefed. He's nope. he's he feels like he would have fit in that time. Yeah, right. you know, he's, he's got a good chest, which you would expect. He's got mm, good arms, good shoulders. Right. He's not super lean, doesn't have a six pack. No. But he could totally rip your face off. Yeah. And uh, oh, female yeah. Eivor and th is just absolutely badass in every way imaginable. I know nothing about her. Do tell. Oh, go. What's they, they do? Because I, I want to go back and play play as the male one too, just kind of see see the differences. But as far as I can tell, it's mostly just because in that society, it really wasn't that different. So no. like, you know, there's some games you play as a no. female and it's written, you know, it's written to treat you different and everything, but like everyone was basic, was equal. So like, there's really not a big difference until you start talking to some of the, like, you know, the locals of Britannia and stuff, you know, some of yep. those local King guys are like, uh, what are you doing talking to me? You know? So that, that fits in and, and that's a little different, but the, vo I got to look up the voice actress. I remembered her before the show and I forgot absolutely just incredible job like oh the the pronunciations just the regular voice but like there's this like slight growl in just the right moments it's like oh it's so perfect and she does a great job absolutely incredible well and so here's an interesting thing and this is this is more a history fact so i i and i found this out the other day so this the this idea where um, men had more power than the women, it's such an interesting, it's a modern concept. It wasn't 
No, it wasn't, wasn't a thing. But, yeah. You know, it, it wasn't a thing because especially back in those times, like the very first uh, martial arts manual that there is, it has a woman in it. Like they were fighters. They were equals with men. So that it, it's, it's become this kind of modern idea. It wasn't a thing like they, they, I mean, obviously they had some different roles, but the the idea that woman was lesser than the man is more of a modern concept rather than this ancient concept that most people associated. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy, and crazy. Really and and, and I love that, that. It depicts that. Mm-hmm. I, I love that it depicts that. Cecily Stensful. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's her name. I think I've, I'm getting that from this. I, this PC Gamer article. I don't know why I didn't just go to like IMDb or something, but it's, I think it's absolutely sensible. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Her voice is so cool. I, I had Lisa. I'm like, Lisa, you would just have to hear her voice. And I found like this huge long dialogue she did and gave it to Lisa. And she's like, it's, it's like she's in the room talking to us. The voice acting for everyone, we can talk about that for a second if we want, is just on another yes. level. The, okay, I did confirm IMDb. It's Cecily Stensible. Okay, cool, cool. But everyone's voice is so well done. The pronu- the pronunciation, it's such a beautiful language. And like how they pronounce, bil- you know, town names, people's names, everything is just like, you're like, oh, God, my heart melts every time someone says literally anything. Go ahead, Russ. Looking. Oh, yeah. Rush Quebec or whatever that first place is in Norway, where it's like it shows up. That, that was the funniest thing to me, because it shows up in the runes and then it switches and you're like. Am what? I supposed to be able to read this? Yeah. Because consonants. There's one power. Yeah. Um, but the flighting. So flighting is one of my favorite yes. things to do in this oh. game. I love the flighting because I love the back and forth and I love like the little in-between dialogue as you're doing it. It's so great. And it, it's so it's so fun. Yeah. Because like, the, the voice acting is done so well and they convey this thing. But then you're you're getting into this swagger rap battle exactly. as a Viking. This old Viking which is yeah. so freaking cool. Literal and, epic and rap can, battle of history. I can only speak to the male Avor's voice actor here, but like the, the to what you're saying, Russ, the joy in what they're doing. Like you can just feel that oh, yeah. he's just happy. Like this is fun. Like I want to keep going. And I might be lucking out with the choice. I haven't lost a flight but I might be lucking out with the choices that like make him sound super excited. But oh, sure. if that's, even if that's the case, like it's selling it. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's the thing is like, I feel like, you know, there's, there's, you know, and not to toot our own horns here, boop, boop, but you know, mm-hmm. we're pretty creative individuals. So yeah, I haven't had, I haven't been in a, a flighting situation in the game yet that I was like, I don't know if I got this, what should I choose? Like it's, right. I don't know. It's just naturally obvious to well, me. At first, there you go. Yeah, I didn't quite understand how it went. Some of us are like I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't lose, but there were some better choices that I could have made because there were a couple of times where I didn't quite get the beat. Mm-hmm. You know, where it has to carry on the beat. I was looking for the rhyming words, and plus, then I got stressed out by the timer. Yeah, it was yeah. like the first time that I did it. Where I was like stressed out by the timer, and I'm like, fast. I don't even think I have time to read all these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the the temptation to stick with the rhyme rather than the cadence. Yes. I struggle. I struggle All with that time. sometimes. Like, 
because nine times out of ten, you want to go for the cadence instead of the rhyme. But the rhyme is what's more attractive instantly, like looking at it, like, oh, oh, yeah. Right. But wait, this one's even more clever. Um, Who does the voice for Sigurd? I don't know. They do have a ton of Nordic voice actors, though. Because that guy is incredible. Like, standout performance for me so far in the entire game has been Sigurd. Like, Sigurd? I love that voice work. I got to figure that out. Well, and I, I love, like, oh, I might the have relationships that build with, uh, what's her name? Oh, my God. Gmunder Thorvaldson. Gmunder Thorvaldson. Yeah, I just saw that. I was like, that's that's the perfect name for this guy. Oh. No, they have a ton of Nordic voice actors. Um, and Russell, I interrupted you. I apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just saying I really like the relationship that you can build with, like, some of the romantic interests. Yeah. Like, even there, there was, like, the there, there's one guy at a wedding that you run into, and he, like, does this kind of, approach to you where you're speaking in innuendos and you can like be like yeah. Yeah. yeah well uh, they're talking about spears and swords and so mm. like i flirted with him a little bit but then i was i was like as as the character i was interested in this other person so i was like ah eh, you know i already committed to this other relationship and and it was funny because I turned him down and he's like, oh yeah, uh, I think I hear my brother calling me, and he like walks away. <laughs> and it's so funny. Did you guys find? So there's this little side quest. I was just so there's a lot of um, speaking to earlier with the side quests in the or the world building quests. There's little blips on the map where you run into someone that needs you to do something. And even those are all very interesting. You know, like the, the crazy cat lady oh, with the, the yes. rats in the field, all that yep. stuff. Did you find the wallop guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so my favorite yes, one I found so wolf. far was, you know, I'm just row, I'm rowing in my boat, right? I just finished a raid. I'm working my way back around to the town. And I'm like, oh, there's a blip over here. I'll go clear it. And so I walk up and it's this guy. You know, he's, you know, always got this this big pot full of, full of something going on. He's trying to cook stuff. And he's like... I'm trying to figure oh, out yes, how to make this exactly sauce. Yeah. And he's like, I feel like I need to add. And he gives you this whole list of things you run around and, you know, you get these and you bring them back and whatnot. And he's like, something's, it's just missing certain things. And he's like, I think I have to, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this other, this other place, you know, to, to find ingredients. He's like, and also Worcestershire. Yeah. Also, I don't yep. think Leicestershire sauce sounds good. I'm going to go over to this Worcestershire place and finish working on this. And I was like, oh, come on. You got to be kidding me. Like, that was and such then he even a makes a moment. crack about that being the worst, worst name, name for a sauce yes. ever. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> like, that was so good. The very next day, I had to go to the store to get Worcestershire sauce. Yes. The meatloaf recipe. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? Have you guys run into have you guys run into like the little girl yet that's waiting on her dad? Oh yes. Unfortunately. Oh, with the tree. Yeah. There's the, the one tree. leaf on and she's she promised he would come before the last leaf falls and she just stands there. And you can just leave her just standing there staring at the leaf because she can't tear herself away from it. What oh, did you do? So sad. Yeah, what did you do, Russell? I hit the I hit the tree and knocked the leaf down. Yeah. Yeah, my my, and then and then I went and gave her the leaf because I didn't want her to starve to death or die because she sat there waiting. I did the same thing. Same, yeah. 
rip the leaf off and you're like, all right, you're free to go now. The girl be gone. Yeah. yeah. Live your life as you see fit. <laughs> and then there's the, what uh, am I, what am I? Go go. No, you after you wrestle. You. Okay. Let's do one of my life. favorites is you go, no, you, you walk into up. this long house and there's, there's a throne and it's got all these arrows sticking into oh, it. Yeah. And they're like, yep. this is a holy relic. This is where our last king was shot to death by arrows. <laughs> These arrows are holy. And then, like, you can grab them. And then this lady, like, freaks out. And she's like, just give me all your arrows. I can tell which ones are the special ones. I've been studying these for, like, two years. And I'm like, yeah, here. Give me money, and I'll give you I'll give you arrows. <laughs> one of my Speaking favorites were... arrows. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um... Nope, you were going to say this. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite ones was there's the uh, the feuding neighbors with the grain. And, yes. and one of them was like, I'm doing all the work. I should get more money. I'm selling it, so I deserve all the money. And then one of the wives right. is like, just burn it down. <laughs> so th they go outside to duel each other. And so you burn the whole thing down, and they're all like, well, maybe we're not so bad after all. And it brings them together, and they, like, skip off mm -hmm. in the distance. And you're like, what the heck happened? But, like... You know, you go talk to their kids who are like, I don't know what happened. The wives are like, I don't know what's going on. They're all angry. And you can like force them to go out there and duel each other if you want. And it's just the the back and forth of figuring out, okay. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know you can force them to go and duel you, each other. You can other. force them to go duel each yep. other. Um, and so like just the going back and forth and finding out their history and trying to figure out who's actually in the right and then just going, all right, I'll just burn this bitch down. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Like, the kids were like, I wish it would burn down. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. About the torch and chuck it at the great silo. Can, can we just say how wonderful it is to have an unlimited amount of torches that you yes. can throw? To, like, especially when you're raiding, just burn everything to the ground. Yeah, especially when they um, look like torches. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, okay, so question for both of you. Hey. <laughs> What is your I don't think approach caught to it. combat? Because I don't think we've talked about combat yet. We have not. That's a that's a big thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, so, like, what what's your weapon setup? What do you what do you what do you prefer? So I have a two handed sword in each hand. Oh, okay. And I go that's, absolutely apeshit berserk on everything that moves. Gotcha. And uh, I've really uh, so I've got. The two handed, one two handed sword in each hand, and then I've I've gone through the skill tree to get as many of those adrenaline bars as I possibly can. That's what mm -hmm. immediately I've gone for, so I can just yep. jump into big group of people, do a bunch of special moves, and just <laughs> whirlwind my way through everything else that's alive, and then walk away with one sword on my shoulder, going, "I'm the fucking best." As there's an explosion, if I, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it feels great. That's amazing. I one thing I really appreciate about the the skill tree in this game is you can take it's it all huge. back. Yeah, and then redo it. Yes, there's and no there's no right there's no penalty to do it. You can Play experiment. Yeah, you can uncover it because it's it, there's like a fog of war effect on the skill tree, so you don't know what is out there. Mm -hmm. So you can go and experiment, uncover it all, and then wipe it away, and then go back and go to it. So I've I've experimented a little bit. Um, but Russ, what is your your like weapon loadout and your approach to combat? Well, so they removed a little bit of that, so you can see like the main stuff now. 
So oh. instead of the whole thing being in fog, you can see, so you can choose which branch you kind of want to go towards to get specific, like the big ticket things, like uh, being able to hold uh, heavy weapons in both hands. Gotcha. You know, you can see where you're going, so you can kind of plan out a little bit. Everything else is fogged out, but you do get those big things. I, you know, I, I've kind of gravitated, but I've, I've done a lot of the duels, like the, um, the zealots. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I was doing the, the three sister quest. You know which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Where you got the three yep. stupid mother. Say it. Say it. Say it. They say it, Russell. Um, Do it. So I've Wait. gravitated gravitated towards the great sword and then the shield because I got the where I can carry two heavy weapons. So I've got a big great great sword and the shield. Now I'll be honest because this is this is. I've had a hard time not buying like the extra like cosmetic stuff mm. for this it's game. Really cool. There's because so it's cool. really freaking cool. Like there's a Lord of the Rings one. Have you guys seen that one? I have. Like, no. Gothic armor set. It looks like a the Sauron's kind <clears throat> of armor. Google. It, it, now it's not exactly, and then but even it looks like, a lot the, like it. Yeah. Um, it does. And then there's one. Uh, this I forget. I forget what the, it's a Norse. Um, like the Norse, it's it's the guy who kind of brings about Ragnarok, a, a suitor or Seder oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. something. Sir, sir, um, I think maybe that that sounds right. Um, his armor, which is like it's got like these huge horns and like this red fiery crown. Well, his came with like this shield and this great sword, and I've been using that because you light it on fire and then you regain health. So it's been great in the dueling situations. Oh yeah. Because typically you can only have a shield and then like a short sword, but I have the great sword because I can have two heavy things in both hands. And um, like, it's, it's been a lot of fun because it, it's very, you know, you get the shield up to get a good block in. It just feels good. Like we've got to talk about the combat and how good it feels. Oh but, yeah. And then, and then coming in with this sword, get a couple of hits in. And that's how I've been trying to take out the zealots is just, you know, cause, cause they, or a lot of the ones that I've run into, they have a great sword and a, and a, and big a shield, shield or like a big spear yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, the ones with the shield and the sword, because they just, they turtle up so well yeah, all the time you, and then you get too far away and they start throwing bombs at you. So I got the ability that's like, you can catch stuff out of the air and throw it back. <laughs> okay, so I'll like, so if I'm like, if I'm getting low on health, I'll kind of back up and let them throw a couple of things at me because then I just grab it out of the air and chuck it back. Screw those guys. The thing I love with the combat is, you know, in the, in the past, a lot of Assassin's Creed games have been all about finesse, you know, and like strategically placing, all right, I'm blocking this and swinging in to go with this, you know. And like with Valhalla, they even came out and said like they had to completely rebuild their combat from the ground up to make it more brutal. It's just, I was just going to use that word. Just brutal. force, just sheer brute strength oh, force and destroy everything mm. around you. And you feel it. And one of my favorite things is like yeah. when you're doing uh, like a boss fight or like a yellow bar guy and there's, there's the little white bar underneath them and they have these like glowing yellow spots that are weak points. And if you can get yes. to one of those, they're like take a knee and yes. part of that goes, it gives you a couple hits, you know, it yep. feels like classic boss fights and you're like, there just hasn't been games that do that yeah. classic boss fight feeling. And you're like, Oh, I'm in it. Let's go. You know? And, ah, oh, when you get that just right, I had a, um, this witch fight that like you go up to the shrine and give stuff and this witch pops up. Right. 
and she, you know she disappears and reappears and everything. So oh, she's the worst one too. I hate her. Where she like sends the clone out at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so okay, she's very difficult. I died a lot, and then it forced me. So like I said, my whole thing has been use a special ability and then whirlwind with swords, but I've never had to learn how to do the proper like timing of the block because I've never used it until I fought her. Yeah. And so I sat down and I'm like, I'm going to learn how to parry in this game. And so like I had a save point before I walked up to her. So I walked away and got into as many fights as I could to just figure out the timing of parrying and then went and fought her. And if you just parried the timing just right, I killed her in like eight seconds. It was like, parry, wham, parry, wham. And it was just over and over and over until she was dead. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a pretty good skill to have in this game, I guess. So I, my, See, my weapons, I use the, the dual bearded axes. And so I had to learn to parry, like in order to like, really fight because you don't have much defense with that no definitely not i had i i made myself learn to parry really early on because it number one it feels like your adrenaline gauge really quickly mm-hmm. and my bread and butter mm-hmm. is the valkyrie jump where you leap into the air and that's smash the best down. one that's yeah, the that's best one. one um so that and then the throwing Ooh. axe you Same. Just, like, <laughs> and so that with the dual bearded axes and the constant parrying the second okay this is hilarious the second someone is laying on the ground i hold the offhand button and i just like hack at their corpse or <laughs> hack at their body <laughs> just like mel gibson in the i love when he's saving his his kids from the co- the the caravan oh, yes, or whatever, yes. just like smash, smash, smash. I'm like, this is nuts. Um, but I, oh I, my, I, the, I, yeah. I really love the adrenaline move. I can't. You you have to have like the right timing and line them up right. But where you tackle them to, to the ground and then you, you just, just start beating the hell out and, of them. And you just, Boom, boom, boom. And you're like, yeah. And then you stand up and you throw a few axes and then you run after a guy and you like, you because he's only got this much of a heart. So you just sweep off his head. And then, oh man, the brutality in the combat in this game. So fun. And I love, I love that we each have different builds that we use. Yes. Because, because it, 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 it does. It lets you do whatever you want. And like, because my style is usually sneak until I get caught, which usually doesn't take long. And then I, and then I just try to kill everybody as quickly as possible. Um, and it's so fun because either way you feel awesome. Yeah. Like you get some cool stealth kills or you come up behind somebody where you, you, you know, you take out the, the, the kind of stronger person in the area with your, your assassin, because there's the other ability that you can get where you can kill somebody who's stronger than you with that little timing bar, which I love the timing bar. Ooh, and then you come up and you start swinging and you're throwing axes and you've got tons of adrenaline because you've been sneaking around for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just it's fun. The the hidden blade. Can we talk about how badass it was that when Sigurd gives Eivor the hidden blade, they're like. Why would I hide this? It's beautiful. Like I'm gonna put it right here on the top on my forearm where you can see it. Yeah, and there's they're no like sneaking about it. Yeah. There's... Oh, I loved. That. I think he said something. I I want people to know their death is coming or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah, I feel like that's 
something along the lines of what he said when he put it on and they're like no 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 you put it it's typically worn under your wrist and he's like (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so except foolish mortals but yeah it was something like uh and it was there was another line that was like um fighting's art or something and like why would you hide your tools or it was something like that it was beautifully done yeah yeah yeah. but like brutal at the same time like no like thanks for this cool thing but i'm doing it my way thanks you pull it out and there's there's no subtlety there's no mm-hmm. subterfuge there's just wham i have a blade on my wrist and i'm gonna kill you with it <laughs> you're dead it's so well done yeah oh my and the, especially in the in the rating so when you have your rating party and you're in combat with you which is you know you've got a whole group of people fighting alongside you while you're fighting you know a huge group of people bells are in the distance women and children are screaming and dying um and yeah, houses are on fire. Houses are on you fire. Throw torches, and it feel oh, it just feels so good because like you know, and you can plan out your attack. <laughs> what it, it, feels it feels great, so good to rape and pillage. It, dude, trust me. <laughs> wow, the um, music that kicks in when you're doing that, yeah, mm-hmm. brother. Oh yeah, but yeah. you know, you're talking about your you know your plan of attack when you, when you're hitting something, you know. But like having that group with you to like, if I see an elite mob, I know if I just use you know the adrenaline ability that you were talking about where you tackle and punch them. If I tackle and punch them, that gives my guys enough time to get up, which will then cause them to fight the other people around me, which I've made it instead of a 1v7, a 1v1. And then I stand up and do the throwing axe thing to like kill off some of the other guys near me and then jump back around and use the, you know, the jump in the air Valkyrie strike on that same guy. And then his health's low enough that you just like kick his feet out, grab the spear from his own hand and shove it through his chest into the ground and watch him slide slowly down. And you're like, all right, this is the game for me. But like, you can plan out all that stuff with your party with you, which is so cool. The dynamics, I think in the combat where if, I mean, even if you're just, some someone in your raiding party is attacking someone else. Yeah. And, or they're being attacked by someone else, and the enemy has low health. Like you, you just run up. You use light attack. It's dynamically going to work in like this brutal execution. The, you come up and you chop them right in the yeah. spine, and then you come down and chop their head off. It takes into effect like or their you position, them in the nuts. your position, your weapon, their weapon their opponents like it just oh my god it's so it much yeah beautiful when i dig during the raids like so you're like okay i need to get this door open and it takes like you, you call and someone happens to be running by it's like oh and they come over and help you break a door down or open a gate or lift something or push the lid off a chest you know like it's in the middle of everything happening everyone's working together to bring everyone together and it doesn't feel like sometimes i'll go to a door and it takes right. a little awkward amount of time for someone to walk up Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's the same person every time, and I'm like, I don't think so. But for the most part, they do a pretty good job of like some of that happens. You walking by, and your party comes and helps you. Well, and it's rare that it breaks immersion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what I mean. It, like the 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 timing, the place that you can do the attacks. One of my favorite ones. Sorry, while we're while we're kind of speaking about this, is where you kick the guy in the nuts, and his eyes actually cross, and he goes. <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is a zoomed up screenshot that i saw of this person who timed it perfectly where they kick the guy in the nuts and it zoomed in on him and his his face was actually 
Eyes <laughs> crossed, mouth. Yeah. Oh god. So I only have had one instance where, when raiding, like the the raid mechanic, like broke everything. So I was in a church, and it was like in in the the main area of the church in the. I can't think of the word. Uh, in the sanctuary. Yeah. Sanctuary. Was, oh yeah. There was a big chest up against the wall. And I called for help, and the NPC that it chose to help me was outside on the other side of the wall. And it just had them running against the wall. Like, they, they couldn't. <laughs> I just sat there, and I'm like, okay. I Snapchatted it to a couple friends. And I'm like, so this is how my day is going. And then, so I, I leave the chest, I go out, I run around, I find the NPC. And then I start like fighting someone so that NPC gets distracted by fighting this, 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 this enemy. And then I run back in, go back to the chest, try to open it again, call for help. Same thing happens again. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I just can't get this chest today. This is ridiculous. Oh to this date, God. I have not this opened the chest. Oh, and that anyone... was the last time Nick played. So with, no. with the combat we've been talking, is it, do you guys, are you bow users? I do use the bow occasionally. Have I have? I don't usually use it in combat heavily. I use it specifically on um, like heavier enemies. Uh -huh. I'll pop them in the head to take their helmet off or something if they're wearing one, and then I find like I can luck out with a critical that executes them with a head strike with the bearded axe, even though they have a ton of health left. I just like one shot them. Oh yeah, absolutely or weak spots i usually use it with the abilities like if i'm in combat i will use the ability like the dog ability to have it come up and attack the person to get a good few strikes in um and i i use the bow a lot when i'm trying to sneak okay yeah yeah, yeah. but in combat because because i usually use the hunter bow instead of like the quick shot bow um i love yeah. that quick the quick shot bow is my thing man I'll do all I that stuff I said, tackle. Gentlemen. Okay, yeah, go for it, buddy. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Um, you know, use that tackle like I was saying, and then I'll just walk backwards as like a group of like, you know, the the regular enemies come running towards me. I'll just walk backwards with that light yeah. bow and just boom. Or there'll be snipers in towers sometimes, you know, and I'll like, I'll chop a guy's head off and then pull oh, my yeah. long bow out and wham and slam in that because the archery feels really good. Like in Origins, they really got that it bow does. and arrow down great. And it feels just as good, maybe a little better uh, in Valhalla. And like having that in your arsenal is just, and there's arrows literally ever. I never run out of arrows. The, you, you pick them up off the dead arrows that get shot. You, you pick up, there's racks full of arrows everywhere because it's the time period. There's just a shit ton of arrows. everywhere. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm cool. Or like, if there's an actual boss fight, I'll go until all my arrows are gone. And then like, you know, open the menu, switch to a different bow, which has its own arrow type. And then shoot that right. at the guy, and then switch over before I actually have to run in there and start swinging, which is great. But yeah, the archery is just—it feels good, man. Setting a bow, oh, setting man. an arrow on fire, to then just lob in to set buildings yeah. on fire, and mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Well, and I so let's talk for a second on the boss encounters because that's typically yeah. where I'll use, like that's where I'll end up using all of my arrows because I'm trying to hit the weak spots. Yeah. Right. To build up that stagger gauge so that then I can come in and really hammer down on them. Um, they have, they have some boss enemies that I like, I really love the different mechanics because you have, 
you know, your regular encounters like the zealots, right? Yeah. They have they usually have their own specialty. They're kind of these mini boss encounters. And then you have the sisters, like the witch lady that you fought. There's mm-hmm. three of them. They're each different. And the Very first different. one is the worst one because she sends freaking clones at you like crazy. She was the one that I had the hardest time with. Of course, I was very, very underleveled when I fought her. Um, As I have been with everything I've tried. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just now getting to the point to where I'm overleveled for a lot of the different things. Because I went around and I'm I'm probably about 40 hours in. And I haven't gotten really, I, I think I've done like the first three areas. Yeah. And then that that's it because you like, do everything and, yeah right and and i love we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute but because we're talking about bosses they have some really cool mechanics like there was one who would hit the ground and you had to wait to get launched into the air so that you could hit his weak spot mm-hmm. and then you had to time things very specifically because then he would hit and you could get this like he dropped it wasn't like he dropped it but when he hit it left like this energy that you could then collect and if you hit him you could stagger him and then be able to get some good hits in and then there was another one where he was you know he's diving under the earth and and then he would jump up and like throw rocks at you and oh you i forgot about that be, guy yeah yeah it's it's it, it almost reminded me of dark souls a little bit yeah and oh, how yeah. these these kind of boss encounters they had these very specific mechanics that you almost you had, had to memorize to, yeah yeah, that you had to you had to get used to. Like the chances of beating one of these bosses the first time around are not great. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I I am you know I I game a lot, but I'm I'm a relatively casual gamer. Um, I had a hard time beating them the first time. Oh, the, same boat. Usually yeah. the first five, six, ten. 20. 20 times <laughs> like, like, like there's there there's a couple like specifically the witch that i just it was akin to um you haven't played it but god of war when you're trying to fight like the queen valkyrie mm-hmm. and you have to be point perfect with every parry every dodge you have to memorize each wind up to know when to get out of the way because i was so under leveled she'd hit me like two or three times and i'm dead and so you had to be perfect to to know, okay, I'm going to dodge out of the way here. Now she's winding up. Okay, this is a perfect time to step in and do my parry. That's going to stun her for a minute, but I need to move forward so that I can get her in range to get the hit. And and just that 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 memorization of the moves. It's it's great. It's not as grueling as Dark Souls because you, you you it usually saves right before you go in, so you can be like, okay, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to get. There, there's a little room for yeah. error, whereas Dark Souls is like, you have to be perfect every time. Right, yeah. right, yeah, and yeah. So, so the boss, because the, there are bosses in this game, which you know, I, I mean, other than the, the zealots, which have been in previous games, I don't know if we've actually had like boss in there's usually like at the very end of the game there's a boss encounter mm-hmm. or right like in origins there was the weekly like egyptian the, the god event yeah challenges yeah, yeah. but yeah there yeah. wasn't a lot of like and there's a lot of boss fights in this game and in odyssey there were like the the like the the monsters that you mm-hmm. could encounter the minotaur and the cyclops but this one i mean there i feel like there's been a significant amount of boss encounters like even just out there in the wild oh yeah the zealots are a mini boss their own they are not 
pushovers. And it doesn't no. matter really what level you are, they are not pushovers. I, they will wreck you. I do have a zealot yeah. story for you. Okay. So in one of the first zones, there's a like I think it's the it's the first one you make like a actual um relationship with the the people there that become your allies. Um there's the lady mm-hmm. that like was in charge of the city and then these guys came in and took it over and you find oh, out yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah. were helping with it, right? And so there's a whole bunch of your troops sitting in the ruins across the bridge, right? And so one of the zealots is in that kind of area. And I was like, I wonder. And so I kited, yeah. I kited yeah. the zealot into those ruins and then just like 30 dudes jumped oh. up and helped me fight her. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> it was just, it was a very really? easy uh, fight. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really cool way. And I love it. So speaking of that mission, the fact that it doesn't tell you until you finished it, like your choices are so impactful Yeah, because if you choose the wrong person that's betraying her, like she gets really mad at you. Oh yeah. And like, it is, is somewhat willing to help, but pretty much is like, no, I'm, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've ruined this for me, basically. That's so cool because it doesn't. And like, even as you're going through and you're doing the investigation, it's not super clear. Like you, you get a lot of the pieces, you get a lot of the evidence and it, and it kind of, you know, it could be this, but it also could be this. I mean, this person's in love with her and maybe that's the reason, or this person has this prophecy that's, you know, weird, but you know, and so you, it's really based on, did you acquire the information? And it doesn't remind you of the information. You have to obtain that information and then make that decision yourself. Well, and it was not like, yeah. Well, the thing I really liked with that mission, it was funny because like when you first show up, because all those guys are out there fighting and their their longships are crashed. And I actually went up to like look at all of them because there's a plaque on them you could read. And I was like, oh, cool. And I still right. remember going up to one of them because I was streaming it and I was like, oh, there's yellow paint all over this ship. That's so weird. Yes. Like I verbally said yes. that to myself. And then later on that comes up and I'm like, oh, I yes. know who this is. Like it's just this yeah. big like. I figured it out before the game wanted you to. And it was, but like I figured it out and they still wrote it in a way where I was like, maybe I didn't figure it out. <laughs> like, right. I a hundred percent knew. But when I went to talk to her, I was like, what if I'm wrong? Same. What, what yeah. if Same. like, I know it a hundred percent, but what if well, I'm wrong? It's interesting. Cause it's not presented in a way where you just make a decision. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you almost like have to present your case to her. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I really struggled because I thought I knew I had the same revelation you did, Brett, when I found the paint or the boat with the yellow paint. I was like, oh, this is the finger in the peanut butter. Like, but then it came time to actually do like, um, maybe I'm wrong. Am I right? Like, yeah. Of yeah. Caring, like, and if you didn't I have enough know. evidence, like you didn't want, because like you said, you had to prove to her. You didn't, she doesn't just believe you if you said, yeah, this is the guy. Like, so you had to go through and make sure you had all the evidence to prove it. And yep. man, I was sweating bullets, man. Like I knew a hundred percent who it was. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Nope. <laughs> oh, Same. so beautifully done. So, well, and that, that, that's one of the greatnesses of the game is this, this, you discover the world as you go and mm-hmm. it, doesn't like I think they have a mode that kind of points you in the right directions, 
but you can just choose to explore yeah absolutely like, and 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 go and 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 find out what's beyond that next hill you know, i mean you're really not for sure like even even when you go up to the points it'll be like okay you know they have like the mysteries and then they have like the 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 treasures right but you don't know really until you get close what that treasure is or what that mystery might be because there are a lot of similar ones but they're each different too yeah even in like and the, i love that that exploration where you're discovering yeah the, the main storyline like you'll you can in your longhouse in ravensthorpe you can commit to a region ravensthorpe you can commit to a region and that will sure yes unlock the the main storyline or the main throughput to that area that will ultimately loop you back to Ravensthorpe, but that doesn't stop you from going there. No, and absolutely exploring not. Anything, um, exploring the secrets, which are the they're the I would say they're the they're, they're the true side quests mm-hmm. in the game. I'd the agree to that because anything else. Like sure, you're in you're in Mercia and you're trying to crown the new king of Mercia, and you've got all these NPCs that have missions for you and whatever. Those I would say are the world building quests because they're not just total non sequiturs to the crowning of the new king of Mercia. They're all involved and woven into it somehow. Right. So I would I would say if there's anything in the game that is a side quest, it's the mysteries. Yeah, I'd agree to that. Which doesn't it doesn't take away from how exciting, interesting, or ridiculous they are. Yeah. Um, if anything, I think that but is the, their strengths. Well, because the mysteries are usually pretty cool. Like they usually take a different thing. Like like the one in Norway where they, they're trying to hunt a warlock, and like you get all this history on like warlocks and what they are, and like. And, and and there there are some like the one guy that's claimed the island and he you find out that he killed his two brothers and like something like imprisoned them and then sunk the ship and it's just like this little patch of land that apparently now he's the king of and he's sitting on a throne oh, and you yeah, can yeah. be like yeah I'm and you can decide now. what you want to do with him you know you yeah, can just leave him or you can are you gonna ally with him, him? Are you going to expose right. him? Or are you going to? Yeah, I chopped yeah. him up, threw his body on that throne, and took a selfie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, did you guys? Um, was the 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 mini Britannia where that the guy's dad had gone crazy and he like made him think that this island they were on was Britain? Oh yeah. And like, well, he faked a yeah, war the dad all had the like time. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And just relived the same day over and over and over and over again. Like that was you really follow cool. him around. And, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a good yeah. one. We must that go for the really king. Good. And his son's like, Oh God, I'm so tired of doing this. That was a really good quest. Yeah. That was a really good quest, but something with the world and something I really want to talk about because we were talking a lot about exploring the thing with Assassin's Creed games, which they did a really good job in this one is you. So there's certain gamers. And I think we're all that, that type of gamer that it's not just a completionist, but it's having the there's, there's the checklist and having it right in front of you. So on the UI is, you know, a thing for each zone that says how many treasures there are that are blipped yep, yeah. out. And every time you get one, a glow, one little more dot glows gold or one yep. more dot glows silver. And like, and they, they're all over the map. And that just makes, there's a party who's like, I need all of that. 
And Assassin's Creed does a right. great one of the one of the games where I have to do everything because they do a beautiful job of putting it right in front of you where you want to. And then, like you guys have been talking about, it, it's very, all of it's interesting stuff. Nothing in this game is so minute that like it's really forgettable. Everything leads to something really cool. The treasures, even. I mean, it could be something as simple as building materials to go back to Ravensthorpe and like actually upgrade a building, yeah, or a new piece of armor or a new loop. And and the armor is, huge. is like armor sets, yeah. So like you collect an entire armor set. And when you well, upgrade a piece of armor, it completely changes how it looks, too. Yes. Well, and it usually like it usually involves like a puzzle that's mm. intriguing to try to figure out how do I get to this? And I love I, I, I do enjoy that a lot of it encourages you to complete the story mission in the area so that you can get all the stuff first. Like it encourages you to when you go to a new area, you do the story mission and then you go and explore and you grab everything because it sets a good pace because then instead of, because typically what I'll do is I'll go and get all the extra stuff and then I'll do the story. And by the time I do that, I'm bored, <laughs> you know, but, but with this, because you're, 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 you get a little bit of story and, and it's a, an in case story in that area. Yeah. yeah it introduces right. you to all the key locations, all the key players. Right. And, and, and it's a open, it, it's, an open and close story for that area. This is what happens. Now we've wrapped it up. We've got them as an ally. Go and explore the area. And it's not, okay, this is part of the story. That was the thing that I got. That was why I got bored with Odyssey. Or not Odyssey, Origins. Because it was, you have all this stuff to explore. Here's this area. You get part of the story here, part of the story here, part of the story here. And it just, it didn't flow as well as i would have wanted because then i was like i've got to do all the side quests here on my way i've got to get everything origins is um, perfect on what you're talking about and 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 but i like the pacing in this one where it's like okay go go here do the story it's encapsulated and then you can you go and explore and get everything in that area it encourages you to do that and i like that a lot to, to that point russell like when you commit to a location at your war table in Ravensthorpe, you there are points where you're given multiple options, mm -hmm. and it's not going to change the overall narrative of the game. Narrative of the game, it's just going to change. Okay, you're doing this like Gloucestershire, Gloucestershire. I forget how many churches, churches, there are in some of these places. Right. You'll do you'll do one yeah. of them first, and it's it's like the main story beats in Ravensthorpe are based on how many areas you've committed, not which areas you've committed. Yeah, right. Which I I like that. I think that's great because like we can have a totally different ordered game. Like a a friend of ours, he he beelined for London as quick as he could get to London. He went to London. He committed to London. Me, I'm saving London for one of the last things I go to. Same. Because it's just, it's such an iconic location. It's its cool. I can't wait to get there. Um, it, it's so different. It's just, it's very different than any other place that I've been to so far in the game. And there are different sections that feel mm. different in London. That it, it, It's really and cool. There's a reason the city is the, still the Right. The environment itself is just really 
cool and the history because you go there and there's like you know they talk about the leftover roman architecture and london was a city created by the romans when they came through and so there's this huge aqueduct and you're like what is this place like it's 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 so different the rest of the game it's really cool i'm excited this yeah, this whole right. conversation is making me want to pick up the game again. I'm I gonna lose myself for the I'm next couple be, weeks. I'm gonna be doing that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm definitely We're gonna do to like play. a Valhalla check in next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? How's the game? How, you got any more How's of that going? Valhalla? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I got sucked into Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. I haven't played it in a you know, in like a week and a half. And uh that game is really good too, by the way. Like if you enjoy Breath of the Wild, it is uh, Ubisoft's version of Breath of the Wild it, with no degradable weapons which make it better in my opinion because F degradable weapons where in the middle of a fight it breaks and then you have to switch to another stupid weapon <laughs> I love it alright on the count of three your favorite NPC okay Okay, give me a second. Right. Give me a second. I'll give you a second. Uh, give, give, second. give me a second also. Okay. All right. All right. Let me when you're ready. We can do this. Oh, my God. I need to remember what I... Oh. It's odd. I mean, if you guys don't choose mine, you're wrong. Hold on. You, you give me... I know who you're going to pick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I do. All right. All right. Give me two seconds. That's fine. I feel like I just want you to hear your guess of what mine is and see if you're right. It's killing me. All right. Well, while they're looking that up, folks, twitch.tv slash just some guardians. That's where we stream this show live, folks. Friday nights at 1130 p.m. Eastern. I didn't say the beginning of the show, and I'm saying it now. Come by. Hang out. (laughs) You can see our beautiful faces. You can interact with us in chat. Tell us what you think about games such as Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and we'll we'll go off what you ask or your opinions and tell you you're wrong or you're right. It'll be a good time. How are you guys doing? We'll probably tell you you're wrong. That's true. That's true. I've I've got mine. Okay. Nick? Uh, Go ahead. Yep. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Ivar the Boneless. Randy. The Wolf. <laughs> I wanted to figure out what I, I named the wolf like dog wolf or whatever the combination of the two was in the game. Dog or what's his name? What? No, it's a it's a thing from um Greatest Warriors. Oh. It was a YouTube show. It's oh, a, gotcha. Never mind. Yeah. Brett, you said Ivar the Boneless? Yeah. Is that what you, you thought? Simply must watch the vikings show oh yeah i know he's in it right i ivar i mean ivar the boneless is a historical yeah figure, huge huge deal yeah ivar as depicted in the show is really cool they did a good job yeah they did i definitely want to watch really that show good job. but in assassin's creed valhalla that guy was awesome <laughs> he's crazy absolutely he's straight up nuts and nothing bothers him nothing at all no i mean like in the normal sense, like Steph bothers mm-hmm. him to the point where he's like, all right, I guess I have to kill everything now. But like, you know, shit happens and he just laughs, like something horrible will happen. He just laughs and goes, whoop, that's life and walks away. Well, 
and your your first meeting with him is him torturing somebody. Yes, upside down. Mm-hmm. And that's like straight up showing him torturing, torturing somebody. somebody. Yeah, exactly. And that is a great character introduction, right? You're like, I know everything I need to know about this guy. And the rest of the time you're around him, you're like, yeah. yep, that's exactly what I expected from you. And it's yep. just fantastic. Yeah. There's there's the Viking extreme people just put in their heads, and he just portrays all of that. It's just fun. Just yeah. Wholesome family fun, you know? Yeah. King well, Killer, I'm, you're great. I'm, you're right. I thought, so you want to know who I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say Sigurd. Yeah. I, that's who I thought you were going to say. Uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, he was incredible, and the voice acting was absolute, but I don't know. There's just something. I just love, like, I haven't gotten all the way in that character arc yet, and I know, like, mm. you know, how it ends because, you know, internet, but pff, I don't care. It's great. I See, I don't, I don't know how it ends. I'm not I, telling I, you. Like, I, I won't picked say up it. on pieces from, like, the prophecy. I know something is going to happen between him and, and Eivor. Oh, I'm still talking but, about Boneless. What? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. I don't know anything about that then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't say that either, but I'm like, poof. It's I can awesome. only imagine, given given what I know about Ivar historically and um, that era, I can only imagine that we probably kill him. He's probably a boss fight. Who knows, Russ? <laughs> I I am I I I just don't want to say anything because I don't want anybody to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, it's 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 a possibility. It's. You know, we'll, I know we will encounter him at some point. Exactly. So earlier, Russ, you mentioned cosmetics and how much you couldn't resist buying cosmetics. Yes. Did you uh, hear real quick. The, uh, Did you hear about the Hello Kitty crossover? Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? It's going to be amazing. I, I probably won't do anything with the Hello Kitty. There is no Hello Kitty crossover. Uh, I was tempted. Oh, I was, I was tempted to get like the Pegasus. Uh, like the rainbow sale and everything. So I picked Ranby for mine because I love the complex relationship that develops. Yes. With her. And and she she's her as a male Avor. Well yeah. And, and and there's there's this complexity because because her as a character, like if you don't like take the time to talk with her or listen to what she's saying, because a lot of times she'll just make comments aren't necessarily in like a cinematic moment they're just as you're kind of walking around where she is she's stifled and she feels stifled but she's actually got this depth of character because you go to her you get the quest you go to do the thing but if you take the time there's so much depth to her character that's yeah really interesting that's easily missed too. she knows her stuff yeah very wow I, yeah I really have enjoyed the back and forth between her and Chailbert. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the princeling the pr- that yeah. you take oh, into Ravenstorm. The back and so forth that good. those two have. Just sit there. Don't don't like go in to talk to either one of them. Just go and sit at the table that's near where they are and mm-hmm. listen. give it like 15 minutes. The back and forth that you hear just idle chit-chat between the two of them is absolute top tier. Ugh. Um, yes. Before we get into, which I, I think should be probably probably our, our last subject of this before we do another three hour show, um, yeah, I'm going to mention something, there. and then we're going to talk about, um, you know, going to Asgard and shit, right? Um, 
which is you know a big deal. Um, another really, I just it was just another side quest popped in my head. Um, did you guys do the one with the uh, the nudists? No. <laughs> so just, or the guys like I started this. I I started this, and they kicked him out of his own nudist colony, and so he has you go in what? there and steal their clothes. You know that they have laying. And around. He's like a lord or something. Yeah, a lord. And so you sneak in there while they're all, you know, doing their thing and bathing around and steal all their clothes so they can't get them back on to go back to regular society. And then, like, you leave the area and there's just this marching line of naked people walking to town just like, oh, I hate this. So they're all angry. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Where Do you know where that is in the map, generally? Uh, it's one of the beginning I areas. I could, I could Google it. I'll, I'll do. I'll Google it. Right I think now. it's it's like that main where Ravensthorpe is. It's like that area right in there. Yeah. Uh, Grant Grantbridgeshire, 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 Grantbridgeshire. Okay, I just haven't been that far into that province. Okay, yeah, check it out. It's pretty fantastic. Okay, that's awesome. so there's it's this hilarious. there's this awesome lady, right? That's like, hey. Take this shit I made. And you're like, that sounds awesome. And then you wake up. She was my second pick for favorite NPC. Yeah. She's Very cool. mysterious, super cool voice also. And like, yeah, just her, her cadence was just awesome. But yes, yeah, so you take, you know, you take the shit, you know, you fall asleep and you wake up as Odin in Asgard. <laughs> now, wait, I'm you're sitting on Odin's throne. Oh, yeah. Odin, or are you a different? Because I thought you that people call you by a different name. They do, but it's another name for, for Odin. Odin. Okay. Yeah, okay. like yeah, as so you, you play through the rest of that, they straight up call you Odin, and then when he comes back, he's like, "Yeah, I was Odin." Yeah, and that would Odin explain me, why it's weird. Uh, the little like black cutscenes when you kill, like when you assassinate an order member, Odin has Avor's face. Yes. That would explain that. For is that the same with female Avor? No, no, definitely okay. is a different looking person. Male Avor, it's you, like aged by fifty years. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like you as a male Avor. It's even the same the same voice. Really, interesting. Yeah, female. It's it's totally different person. It's just a dude, just a really old dude. That's like I'm mysterious and I have a staff. The uh, the apparently the Asgard portions. You can play in there. You can play it from beginning to end in one go if you want to. Yeah, if you really, if you, or really you can go for it. jumping back in and out. So you can. There's another part. There, there are multiple parts. You go back to Asgard several times. So there's the first story arc that happens in Asgard, and then I finished that one, and then now I saw a little blip on my map that was like. Hey, here's the second part to that story because it kind of leaves off on a cliffhanger. Of, mm. I'm gonna go and do this thing, and then and then you wake up, and then there's a second arc that occurs in Asgard as well. Or or it's is you take that vision and you play. So presumably there are multiple parts to going to Asgard or going to these other mythological locations. Um, another expansion, there, not, not to get like too ridiculous, but apparently they're adding Jotunheim. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll we'll be able to go to Jotunheim at some point in the future. That'd be awesome. Which is because when that you first awesome. when you first show up in Asgard, like they're getting invaded, and you're like, 
Thor's there, Loki, right. like every everyone you know from you know obviously like your your Marvel people know them, but like people you know your mythology people know everything going on here too, you know. But um, you literally fight them off on the Bifrost. On the, the Bifrost, yeah, exactly the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> but um, well, you know. but yeah, like you're fighting frost giants, uh, and it's just like they. Th- it's not like, wow, this, I mean, obviously you first spawn, you're like, this is gorgeous. And they throw you right into the middle of everything. And you're yeah. like, wait, okay. Cause it's not you. Like we, we mentioned in case you haven't played, we mentioned you're Odin, but it's not you playing as like a person that looks like Odin. You are yourself you. in that place, but everyone who's looking at you sees Odin. Yeah. So you have your own skills, your yeah. own weapons. But you talk to people as if you are Odin, which is, but with your character's voice, which is super trippy, especially as female. And then you have a fighting battle. You have a flight battle with Thor. Yes. Which is so good. I forgot about that. So good. And, and, and the, the mythology, the mythology and the detail and the way they kind of enwrap it in this story. It's just, it's juicy. It's good. It it's just you're like oh. There's Yggdrasil in the background, gosh. just like gorgeously the, the skybox. Yes. Like, <laughs> and you, the 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 Odin's tower where you're sitting up there on the throne, and he's talking to the three face. This is the very beginning, so it's yeah, not yeah. even kind of spoiler or anything. But it, it you know, and 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 then and then you go down and you you get to meet Freya and and loki and thor and balder and he is a nice gate you know all these people and then and then uh so it's funny because the anyway it's it's good the mythology and the way they wrap it up in the story why am i the way it's we weren't laughing at you wrestle i know um i know i know i know i know brett made a joke sorry i get i get too like wrapped up in things he made a joke about like balder having a nice gate oh i know i know i i just get i get too wrapped up in the, the i live i laugh and so i because you know. because i i like that because sometimes you have a way of phrasing things or your your observance of something is different than mine and or your perspective and i live for that and yeah, i love it absolutely i would Aww. lick your ear if i were in the same room as you he has a delicious ear i'm just gonna throw that out there you'd, you'd have to beat kel to it he's i'll lick he kel's ear someone. i'll lick kel's ear too yeah there's two ears oh. there you see the kel of kel's he is the kel of kel's we're seeing a dog now on stream <laughs> A yes, beautiful for, for the audio listeners, we see a pupper. Well, actually, we we're just most... looking at Russell's gut, but there, oh, pupper oh, face. Look at that handsome pupper. That's a handsome oh, pupper. Cow. Love it. He's like, so, um, the, the, the only, the big thing, obviously like everything's gorgeous. The story's fantastic, right? As you're going through there, there's a lot of mystery and like, you know stuff about characters and like watching it unfold like <gasps> this right. is so cool but the the big thing i just i just wanted to throw out there and then you guys can go crazy about being there um was the uh the wolf fight i think i've already done that. with the pup that like they're like hey yes. you know this thing's going to kill you and then you're watching it grow and escape i didn't like the chase sequence i hated the chase sequence i was like why there's no way i'm going to catch it why is this even a thing mm. That, I don't know. I did love the zipline where he hops on the yeah. zipline and he's like, 
it's mine and he like is like telling the word to back off but the yeah. battle with that wolf was amazing that was such a cool because this thing is and huge it, yeah and uh and then like well and it will get bigger yeah and it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger um and then after you defeat it like that's a really touching moment and you're like torn between you know just straight up killing it and or whatever you want to do with it and it's like it really tears at your heartstrings, even though you just fought it as a boss. It's right. beautiful, beautiful writing all together. Well, and the story beats, yeah, yeah, because it because it, it does, and it and it captures the mythology, mm-hmm. and then kind of it, it, it fits it in the story and in a way that makes sense. Yeah, and and I love. Ooh, yes, they're mm-hmm. very very tasteful in how they integrate the Asgard sequences mm-hmm. into the overall mm-hmm. game. And I think my the thing my my immediate takeaway with Asgard because like Brett you said, Marvel fans like Asgard has become like a second home. We know Asgard, we know Odin, we know Loki, we know Frigga, we know Thor, um, we know the Warriors Three. So we have that image in our heads, but then to be presented this new different image of yeah, Asgard the, the mythological version of it not the uh, and have it book. click yeah. all the same things mm-hmm. and we immediately mm-hmm. know what that is we know what that is we know what this is it's gorgeous and on top of that it's huge oh yeah it's the scale of Asgard like you think okay I, I led into this by saying I spent like 10 hours in Norway and I was content with that okay cool Norway's map is about the same size as Asgard yeah, it, it's a massive, massive map with lots of things to do, and it, it it's it, it just it's juicy and it's just a side. It's a side area. Like right. It's like here, here's this thing. It's like you and, don't even have to go there to beat the game. No, but it's its own game in itself. Yeah, right. It's its own self-contained story. And there's um, a lot. Of, I think some of the most like heart-wrenching moments happen in Asgard too. Like. There's that one guy who's like trying to get, you know, to, to hell with his wife and he has to like duel you to prove oh, himself, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh. I feel bad for him, but I'm also going to kick your ass. Dude. I don't want to fight you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I have to wreck your face now. Sorry. But yeah, like stuff like that. You're like, well, oh, and then the God. one guy that's trying to win back his Jotun wife and yeah. son that have like left him and he's like the king of the sea and, you know, he's drunk. They did a really good job on these really world building quests. These these lived in. I love that term. Quests, world building quest. Bravo, dude. That's a it. Great makes term. me happy to like. We have Frankia coming. We have Jotunheim coming, and I guess I looked it up. We have Helheim coming. Oh shit! So we're gonna be we're gonna be going to Helheim, Jotunheim, and Frankia. That's what's <sighs> been announced so far. I'm down. Yeah, I'm all over. Sign it. me up. I'm in it. I'm ready to roll. Put me in coach. I'm ready to I play. play. Uh, 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 today. So, and I can only imagine like the Helheim portion and the Jotunheim portion is going to be your trips as Odin. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. And then the Frankia is going to be Eivor. Which would yeah. be interesting I mean, for anyone I'm... that didn't dive into Asgard. Cause when those DLCs come out, they're like, they'll have to start everything for, you know, from the beginning in Asgard to get up to that point. Probably. Maybe which would be really cool. And and maybe not. Maybe maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be. I don't. I don't know. I'm just. 
it, that just makes me sit here and think, oh my God, I need to hurry up and catch up. I know. There's <laughs> so I, much I, game. There really is. This is, this is, I have a problem and, and Brett, you know this intimately about me. Like I have a problem with open world games where there's so many objectives and so many collectibles. I burn out like 20 hours in. Yeah. It could be the greatest game in the world to me. And I burn out because I'm like, okay, I'm tired of collecting pigeon yeah. feathers. Like, I'm done. <laughs> this nice game or eagle feather yeah this game is maybe this and ghosts uh ghost of tsushima are the only open world games that i have not burnt out on purely because they were open world oh yeah yeah i think i've got like it's like 65 hours in this game and I've done like everything I, I've gone through Asgard. I've like plowed through story missions. I've gone around and collected everything I can. And it's still like you're 30% through the game. And I'm like, are you yep. fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's, it's insane. How much more is <laughs> I know. Does it ever end? I don't want it to. But like you, you look at that stat and you're like, man, that's just intimidating. I'm exhausted. Poor Avor. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of rowing. Oh, yeah. I'm just pushing buttons and you're literally sprinting everywhere. Oh, yeah, because so I sprint everywhere or jump on the horse. Yep. Or ride my boat. Or ride my boat. Yeah, Dude, I've yep. got, so I got, I got one of the ones that has like the little dragon. So I have like this little dragon and then the skeletal horse and I'm riding in like this big hellish armor with horns and a fiery crown. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Pretty fantastic. I, I will say I had enough points when I got the game. So I, I don't know where I got them from the past, probably like Origins or something. Um, which also shout out to the little Brett there for getting me Origins as a birthday present a while back. Love um, you. I had enough points to get the Draugr set, oh, like yeah. the whole pack. So yeah. I got the, the ship, I got the armor, I got the weapon, I got the horse, I got the. the um, eagle. Um, the only thing that stops me from using the eagle is that when I'm flying and I stop to look around, there are these two green like orbs that are supposed to be as like eyes that are just like right in the middle of the screen. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do anything. They must have fixed that because I haven't had that issue. Okay, good, good. Because I, I have that one. Yeah. That's so awesome. I love it. Yeah, I have the. Uh... I'm like wearing all this, like this dead bear shit. That's just like yes. huge on me. And then I'm riding this giant white, white wolf everywhere. And it just feels awesome. Nice. Yeah, man. Mm. Oh, with the, actually with the store thing, I, this was just a little thing I want, I wanted to hit on, which was really cool. They did is there's an NPC in your city or in your town that every, Both every origins. Yeah, also that was an origin. And actually, if you stand... I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But so the main premise of this guy is there's people all around the map that work with him and they can give you quests, they give you a currency, and every day it rotates items from the, the actual shop that you can buy with this currency you earn from playing. So there's a way to get, eventually, most everything from the store by just grinding quests in-game, which is a super yep. cool system that I did yep. not expect to see at all. Um, but the cool thing with the NPC, like you were saying, because they're in Origins too, is there's a lot that always is like other kids there and they're telling stories. 
And there's one time I walked by and yeah. he was telling the story of Bayek and the whole story. And I was like, yes, I sat there and listened to the whole thing. I was like, yes, that was me. I was there. <laughs> I did that. And like, I, I got emotional sitting there, you know, and I'm like, Oh God, I'm not ready to relive that. That was a beautiful uh, origins is one of my favorite games. Oh my God. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't think I was going to relive that during this game. What's happening right now. Also, I have spent, exactly five minutes outside of the animus which is exactly the way i like it yep and i like that <laughs> I they allow that less. to kind of be a thing yeah they're yep. like they, they kind of made it like they did remember in the original assassin's creed like you could go and you could find all the information but then you could just go to sleep and get back in the animus mm. i like that they've kind of reintroduced that there i haven't had any like platforming segments because i could care less about those in the real world yeah um it, but it, it kind of took it back. You know, there's a couple of things you can go and look at some information if you want. You can kind of get more of the story of what's going on. But if you don't care about it, you get you jump back in the animus. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I One will thing, say I, there, there are a few like world instances where you're like you're in an anomaly, and you appear as the woman. Right. Yeah, and you have to do like a plot. I don't like those personally. Um, I didn't play Odyssey. I guess this is the same woman that was the in the animus for Odyssey. And the spear in the Origin. corner room is the same she's, spear. She's, she was in Origins, yeah. Yeah, she's been, yeah, she's been there since Origins. Oh wow, okay. I barely even remember that from Origins. Well, you didn't spend a lot of time yeah. as her in Origins at all, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the the like like you said, like five minutes, like yeah, like yeah, get cool get me that. back in. I'm all about Avor and Vikings. Like I don't, yeah. I don't give a crap. I did dig like the first time it pulled you out of the animus, like you went out, like there, it was really pretty there and there's a lot of really cool stuff you could do, but ooh, bless you, brother. Damn. Um, <laughs> but like you walk out of the cabin you're in and like, there's a grave with the bones. And it's like, just you, you're wake out of the animus. You walk out the door and boom, Avor's body's right there. And you're like, yep. yeah. Oh, whoa. Like that was, it was just cool that it was just very like, yeah. boom, here it is. You're here. This is why it works. You're like, Okay, cool. It wasn't this like, because in the past they've done that. You do this real world, you know, the the modern time section where it's yeah. forever until it gets to the point where you're like, I found the person. We're great. It's like, nah, you're already there. Just just be a Viking. You're cool. Like, thanks. Yeah. Well, and I I like how it's like we know something is going to happen with Abor where he ends up in the United States. Yeah. Somehow. For some reason. And that'll be a DLC at some point. Some reason. Yeah. Oh, will it? I, no, okay. No, I thought it was just know. like the end of the story. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think they have, they have two years planned, and they've only announced Jotunheim, Helheim, and Francia. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Dot dot dot. It's sort of Assassin's Creed Three, I believe, is what they're going to call that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm you just sure you it. end up fighting Connor, and you're like, you little. <laughs> None of this makes sense. <laughs> I build a oh time machine. Yeah. All right. Any, anything else with Valhalla you guys wanted to hit on before we? I'd like to. Hit I mean, there's more. probably. Oh yeah, for sure. But I oh. think we covered, we covered the boat, right, or the ship. We covered the town, um, NPCs, world building quests, combat, combat, boss fights, exploration, Asgard. exploration, Asgard, the voice uh, acting, the characters themselves. In the yeah, I think I think we got it. That title screen, though. I mean, yeah. The, and we, we did cover the music, which is just incredible on every level for no matter what you're doing. 
It really is. And if, if okay, so there's an option. I think there's an option in the game to turn on exploration music and have it play at a at a faster interval. Oh, I, I look think at that. I think I recommend you enable it. Okay. Because then you won't have those spells where there's no music because the music for the game is authentic. So good. It's amazing. It's immersive. It's the kind of music I normally just listen to on a regular basis anyway, because I'm that guy. Yeah. And so, yeah, it makes me happy. You're the kind of music I listen to on a regular basis. Thanks, man. Well, hey, let's call back, Brett. The first time I went to see you, we we made your sister, while we were Pokemon going, endure, like, Viking battle music. We did. We did. Yeah, it was a good time. We did this. We literally looked up, quote, Viking battle music. And blared it. it. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. I loved it. And then we went and caught Pikachu in the park. My favorite part, real quick. Actually, that'll be my story time story. Hey, folks. Hi. How are you? Welcome to story time. (laughs) Hello. How are you? Well, we get together and we tell a gaming story from our past. It doesn't have to be in video games, you know? You know, know, pen and paper, board game, whatever you want. You know, fight club, whatever you're into. Um, We get very nostalgic on the show. and It's been a fun bit and we'll keep it going. And uh, I'll, I mean, I'll go first since I know exactly what story I want to tell. So uh, when you came to visit, right, that was at the time when Pokemon Go had recently come out. It was the big craze, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to go. I'd, I'd, I'd found this park um, that was like just it was this huge park and there's Pokemon everywhere. Huge gathering place. It was the coolest thing. I mean, there was hundreds of people walking around this park yeah. um, at, you know, different stops doing their thing and talking to each oh, other. Really- Beautiful boardwalks across the yeah, water. It was a gorgeous yeah. park, period. You know, beautiful yeah. walk, people everywhere playing. And there was like old people that go on walks there every day that were like, what are all you people doing? And they're like, <laughs> they thought it was so cool. And she talked to them, they're like, this is awesome. All you young people outside, you know, and they, they loved it. And like, I think I saw one of them like download it on his phone, you know, and actually try to play, which is cool. But um, the thing I loved most about it is like, so it was a spawn point for Squirtle, which everyone wanted. It was not an easy thing to get. And you'd periodically hear from like the other side of the park, someone yell, Squirtle! And everyone would stand up and just sprint to that side of the park. And there's just uh, like 50 people in a circle, just <laughs> spinning in circles, trying to find Squirtle and throwing Pokeballs everywhere. And someone on the other side of the park would, Squirtle! And the whole crowd would run over there. It was so cool. Just, I don't know, it was just having so many people, you know, in one spot doing the same thing. It was, it was a beautiful moment. It was a precious time in human history. Like and it. then it died. And then, <laughs> hey, uh, fun fact. It is actually the 25th anniversary of Muppet Treasure Island. No way. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that'll That'll make you feel old. Yeah. Can Is I, it weird I... that I caught your reference from that one line? Yeah. Well, no. no okay. Because we used to watch it all the time, too. That's true. Remember? That's true. Yeah. Can I share something with you, too? Absolutely. Never seen it. All right. I'm going to have to fix that. Oh, get I'm the fuck off it. my show. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's not because I, I didn't want to. I just never. It is never hands down. One of the greatest movies ever made. And I love every moment of it. It is beautiful. And Tim Curry. It's one of his best roles. He did so good. 
Okay, you sold me on Tim Curry. Oh my God, dude! It is it is classic Tim Curry, but with Muppets as well, and it's it's amazing. So I I it's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna have to watch it. We can do. Oh, listen, we can do watch parties. From the Bible. Dude, let's watch. Watch party. Let's watch that. To, I let's I want to watch Muppet Treasure Island with you for the first time. I would love to do that. Okay, we're gonna right. have to set something up. We're gonna set this up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I would love that. Oh That'd my god, I'm so happy. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing it. Sick. All right, All right. who's next for a story? Um, I had one. Yeah, go for it. And then I forgot what it was. Go for it, Nick. I got you distracted got this. by Muppet Treasure. And then it died. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Russell, you you don't have one. I will in a minute. Okay, I I guess I can go. Um, A random story that popped into my head recently, uh, and it might be because I was watching BlizzConline earlier and they were talking about nostalgia of Blizzard games and everything. So, flashback to 2004, I think. I'm just a kid. And in World of Warcraft, like vanilla, they were just about to launch the first battleground other than Alterac Valley. Alterac Valley had been out for a while. It's 40 on 40, intimidating, hard to get into. They were about to launch Warsong Gulch. And I remember camping out in um, uh, Ashenvale where Warsong Gulch was supposed to open. Yes. And I logged out. And the next day, you know, patch launches, whatever. I log in, and there's the whole encampment there all of a sudden. I played on Alliance. I was a gnome mage named Giller. And uh, Wizard Giller. Um, Love it. So I was there, and I didn't know what I was doing. It, it's basically like Warsong Gulch just captured the flag. And I, there was this night elf warrior and a night elf hunter and then a night elf druid all sitting together with a human mage. And I, w- I sat down next to them and I took all my clothes off because I'm a gnome and I just started dancing. <laughs> and they laughed. Like all of them were like, you know, the emote laugh. And then one of them asked, do you want to queue with us? And I'm like, um, I don't know what that means, but sure. And... I got invited to their party. I got invited to their TeamSpeak server. Oh, TeamSpeak. And That's a throwback. TeamSpeak, right. Good luck. I, I ended up gaming with these people, the same group of people, for four years. I mean, That's so the, awesome. the warrior, the night elf warrior, his, his character was Starbringer. And then his wife was the hunter. Her name was Star Angel. And they were this Native American couple that lived in Texas. And literally that man changed my life. Like he is one of my, like, like I look up to him to this day, periodically so awesome. get like Google voice calls from him. Um, Cause I was like 15, 14 when I first met them uh-huh. and literally changed Ooh. my life. So anyone that ever tells me like online gaming is meaningless or whatever, like stick it. Cause yeah. that group of people every day, Every day I gamed with them, I chatted with them, I talked with them. They were there for me. I was there for them. Like I got gifts of like a thousand gold and in World of Warcraft Classic, like that's that was huge. 
I got gifts for my birthday of like a thousand gold, which bought my first epic mount. Thanks, Star and Angel. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know why that comes to memory now. It's like I said, it's probably because I watched the BlizzCon line and they were talking about nostalgia and, and 30 years of Warcraft. But yeah, that comes to mind that first fateful night in Warsong Gulch when I met the group of people that changed my life for four years. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I love that. What's some ho- what wholesome stories like we have? Russell, how are you going to ruin it? Okay, uh, so there was this one time when I really wanted to have sex with an NPC. No, <laughs> um, that's what Goldshire. So, uh, yeah, slash dance. I, I, I just uh, one of the things that that pops into my head is um, it's not really like a specific story. It's more of like a nostalgia memory of like these these good times where it was it was shortly after I'd moved to Alabama after I graduated high school and. Um, there was this um, through church. I had met a couple of other guys and like, we would just hang out cause we were all like in that in between stage where we weren't in school, but we weren't in high school. We were all working, but you know, so we would just get together and we would, uh, we had gotten like, somehow we'd gotten like an old Xbox and we, um, we had halo, like the original halo. Yeah. <laughs> We would just sit there and play Halo game after game after game after game. And it reminds me of this other thing. So this one's an actual story. I remember one time it was me. It was Brett. It was a friend of ours from church named Michael and another guy that we called Beans. Is this the and... Sock Bopper story? No, but that one's funny. Okay. All right. All right, all right. No, 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 no. You'll have to tell that one sometime. And so we're sitting there and we're playing, I think it was like Halo 2 or Halo 3. I mean, it was, it was, it was on down the line. And I remember specifically, there's this level where you're like trying to go up the side of this cliff. But I, I mean, this is like three o'clock in the morning where we've decided to play this. We're playing co-op and I am falling asleep as we're playing this. And I, and so I'm just like I I don't care what's happening I'm just going in, and like at a certain point I remember waking up because Brett was like, "Dude, are you awake?" I'm like, "No," and he goes, "This is legitimately the best Halo gameplay I've ever seen in my entire life," and I'm just falling asleep. But I've like somehow I've gotten a sword and I'm just running up this path and we're like playing on legendary and I'm just and I've got the shotgun and I'm just. And but I'm mostly falling asleep, like as I'm attacking people. Yeah, he's like that flow state people talk about. You fall into. He just he was half asleep at the wheel, and his body was just like, "All right, gamer, let's game." And it was pretty great. That's amazing. Yeah. Ah, a saga bopper story. All right, that might be my next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to tell the saga because that's pretty great. That's I love that story. All right. We um, had good times. We got. We did. I'm surprised we didn't get into more trouble than we did. No. Well, my favorite part of that is when you posted pictures like eight years later, and your mom was like, "That's what you guys were doing in the basement." Yeah. How did you not know? We were so loud all the time. Yeah. All the time. Oh, we were man. not quiet. No. No. Well, we have no email. Sad. Jumping. Over. Um, so yeah, you send us an email sometime, folks. We want questions. Hit us up. Let's do that. 
Um, other than that, like I think, I think that's a show, guys. Right? Intro, topic, story time, emails. Yeah, hell yeah. I am going to be playing a lot more Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Which, same. Leading up to this, I was excited to jump back into the game, and now we've had the talk. Like, I'm excited to not do anything but play that. <laughs> same. I just need it. I just need it. And I'm going to watch that Viking show. I've been. It's been on my. It's been on my docket for a while. I just need to finally do it. Yes. It's season one is great, but like season two, three, four, and five, or two, three, and four are like. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. All right, folks. Well, before we get out of here, let's figure out where the hell you can find us all at. Just let's get it out of the way. Russell. Where uh, you can find me? On, where are you? You can find me on Twitter at drjex seven two five. You sounded so zero seven two five. Drjex j e that's j e x zero seven two five. I mostly do artwork and stuff like that. I've obviously I, I think if, for those of you who are at the beginning of the show, I I have a new tablet that I've been playing and doodling with um, that I really love. Um, and then uh, you can find me, of course, on the Discord in Elmer Fudd's channel and on JSG, um, and that is Jackal Seven Two Five Zero. Dude, you did it! That was really good. I did it! I did it! You did Congratulations. it! Congratulations! You're the winner of this week's challenge. And you won the last game show. Like things are looking up for you, Russ. <laughs> and you have proper lighting. You look good on camera. Hey, you know what? I mean, I've been working hard for you guys. You have been. I need a new webcam. We appreciate it. I look like I'm filming on a razor, like Motorola razor. You, it, it is a, it is a little fuzzy. Hey, blame blame Asus. Russ, you looked I worse than that forever. But this is just weird. Well, it was so dark in here. Like this, this, this light is, is very, very dark. Oh yeah, for sure. Light sometimes is dark. You know, it's just the way light <laughs> works. Kazavala. <laughs> Listen here, Gotti. Things I'm going to shove my fist live. so far up your ass. You won't even know. Uh, Mr. Sandbag Bob, Nicholas Rickolas. Yes, sir. Where are you at? I am found on the Twitters, the YouTube. I don't think I've ever posted anything on YouTube. I'm find uh, out. The Instagrams, the Discords, the Cash Apps, as Sandbag <laughs> Bob. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sandbag. Yeah, make sure to hit him up on Cash Apps. That's that's it. That's me. Just sandbag. Oh, and I'm PlayStation, and soon soon to be Xbox because, uh, fortunately, the company I work for was quite generous, and I with bonuses for the year 2020. And as soon as I'm able to procure an Xbox Series X, I will be adding a Series X to my console collection, specifically Woo-hoo. to play the game Grounded. Which, if you haven't looked it up, you have to look up the game Grounded. Um, but I'll also be Sandbag Bob on Microsoft. Xbox. So I looked you up on YouTube. The only thing I can find is a lot of boxing videos called Sandbag Bob and Weave. That's not me. Yeah, I, I figured. This one guy kind of looks like you if, like, I close both my eyes, but... Hmm. Yeah. I'm afraid to box anything other than Christmas presents. I hear that. I'm even afraid to do that. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. I was like, oh, huh. that sounds like something Nick would do. And then you said, like, boxing. And I was like, oh, no. 
<laughs> so I do have a question though. Yeah. Uh, Brett slash yeah. Elmer Fudd. That's me. Where can people find you? Well, you know, I will do that after I do the normal everything I do. So here oh, we go. Son of a goat. <laughs> I thought I was being all suave, <laughs> like like shampoo at the dollar store. Yeah, so good. tropical coconut shampoo. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for episode 93 of Just Some Guardians. When we do the show, we are live. Twist.tv slash Just Some Guardians, Friday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. You can find us on Twitter at JSGCast. Link to the Twitter is a way to get into the Discord, where we discuss all sorts of things. Give us some questions. Give us some feedback, some conversational things. Show us your artwork. Whatever you got going on, we want to know about it. You want to be on the show? Tell us. You can email us, JustSomeGuardians at gmail.com. We have a website. Uh, spoiler alert, it's just some gardens.com where there is uh, our audio feed there for Podbean is hooked up, embedded, beautiful. Our YouTube's embedded. The Twitch channel's even embedded. Everything you need is there. Just go there. Leave it open all the time. Refresh it ever so often. Which Can I offer there? to resurrect something? What's up? If someone were to leave a review and, and request that it be read in a specific voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's still a thing. I'll do it. Um, if someone could tell me how the fuck to log into iTunes to check that now because they changed everything and I hate it, I would really I appreciate can, that. I can do that. I can procure Thanks. the iTunes reviews. Because I got, I got to our podcast in iTunes and it's like had the list of reviews, but it wouldn't let me click on it to look at them. I'm like, mm. it's right fucking there. My mouse is <laughs> over it and you won't, it's not clickable. Like, I don't know iTunes, go fuck yourself. Um, Ooh, don't say that too loud. Uh, that's true. That's true. There's a sniper dot on my head right now. Um, yeah, I think that's all that stuff, folks. As for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. Hey, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those places. At Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Russell. Yes? Inform the good people. That tomorrow night they can come by my channel to watch the 18th oh, Apex yeah. Legends tournament that Sandbag Bob will be co-hosting with me. Oh yeah, baby! Check that out. Um, It'll be a good time. To tune in for that one. It's yeah. gonna be fantastic. Ooh, man! Oh, also, I guess Russ, dig us out. Join us next week on Justin Guardians for mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Ooh-wee. I love it. Now I just want to play Assassin's Creed. I've got to watch WandaVision, but I also want to not. And just you play want Assassin's to watch Creed. I know, I do. But like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is really screaming to me at the same time.